sound like a fucking turd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're rolling. Is it it? Is it game time right now? It's game time. Are we doing this fucking thing? I don't know. I think you might need to be a little bit closer. You can pull the mic to you or no, whatever is comfortable. I touch equipment and fucking break it. <laughs> All right. Well, this is, I don't even know what season. I guess it's a new season, Fuck new that. episode with a new co-host. That's you. Hola. <laughs> Como esta mi amo es Hector. That's right. Fucking, yo soy un pinguino. What the fuck is a pinguino, they ask? I'll tell you. It's a cat. It's French for cat. Is it French for cat? I don't think it's French for cat. <laughs> I don't even know how to say cat in French. I, I, don't, I don't either. <laughs> El gato es mucho siempre. That sounds like French. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, here we go. We're kicking this off. This is a new thing. And what are we going to start with? I'm gonna start with whatever, man. What's on? Start with whatever. Well, yeah. Let's talk about you. You can be my my interviewee. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right on, man. All right. Where do you want to start? Mm, With beer. Um. No, guess we're uh, we're definitely doing this thing. We talked about it, and uh, you know, kind of reviving the show a little bit. Um. Which uh, what your last show was January. Yeah, I think, I think so. I didn't have a co-host, and I wasn't doing interviews, so it kind of was right. turning into my own therapy sessions, right? Which right. I wasn't really about. So <laughs> when I realized that, like, all I had to talk about was like, you know, shit that I'm going through, I was like, I don't right. want to put myself out there like that. That's not. Although people did like listening to it, you yeah. know, people love that shit. But right. I want to get back to talking about motorcycles and yeah. shoppers. Yeah, man. So let's talk about you, since. You know, you're not even on Instagram anymore. No, I, I got off of that shit. So, um, so if people want to know about you, this this is the only place for them to find out right this now. This is the platform, man. Absolutely. There you go. And uh, I'm good with that. You know what I mean? I, I had to do a, a little getting away from that shit. Like, I was spending too much time on the phone. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if people like doing that, that's their thing. Cool. Um, but for me, it was like, I'm done with it for right now. You know, Move that mic a little closer to you. Yeah, man. So, right on. Well, let's tell them about you then. So, um, so how did you get into motorcycles? Where does that all start out at? Dude, that's definitely, you know, one of those kind of corny, typical things. Um, the old man, you know, he uh, he loved bikes. And it started with, I think it was like a 1990-something Kawasaki ZX-12R, right? And it had like that green, white, and blue color scheme with like the, the 90s design ZX-12 on the side. And like, you know, that was like his dream bike, right? And he got into that thing and uh, it just, it sparked from that. And um, as old, as we got older, you know, the, the shows on Discovery Channel, you know what I mean? Like that was, that was a big thing for us. Like that was common ground for me and my old man. And, you know, we watched the biker build-offs and the Jesse James and all those guys and um, seeing what they were doing. And then he got a night train. I think it was like a 99 night train or something like that. And, uh. Dude, he would zip around on that thing, and I always thought it was, like, the coolest thing. Like, oh, fuck, dude, I want to do that shit, you know? And uh, he would talk about, you know, working in shops and stuff like that. And for you guys that don't know, you know, old man, um, he's Air Force, so we moved around a lot. So we were, you know, in Germany for a little while, Nebraska for a little while, uh, Ohio is where I ended up at, and then I moved out. Um, But, uh yeah, I mean, watching those guys, and then I rode Rockets for a long time. I had a ZX, or excuse me, a Yamaha uh, 
R6 Raven for a little while and I zipped around on that thing and that thing was cool as shit man it was fast as fuck and you know we had our own little like stunt crew and <laughs> fucking trying to do burners and wheelies this motherfucker just say burner yeah man um and then the chopper thing really hit for me when I started really looking at uh, well, the bike got taken away from me, so let's just put it that I really don't want to get into that, but the bike <laughs> got taken away from me. Um, thanks, Jackie. And uh, uh, <laughs> um, I started looking at like Iron Horse magazines, uh, Cycle, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Cycle Source. Cycle Source, yeah. you know. Um, They're still around, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was really getting into that shit and then looking at like old Easy Riders and shit like that. Funny story, man. Dad caught me with an easy rider. I think I was like maybe like fucking nine or ten years old. <laughs> and uh, I remember being in my room, dude, and I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it's like this big spread, some big old knockers on there with the bike and shit. And I was being super secretive. And we were living in an apartment at a time. You know what I mean? And if you don't know already, like I'm a loud fucking rambunctious dude. So I was like that as a kid. And dad was like, where the fuck is this dude? You know, I'm thinking that's what he's thinking because he barges into the room. And I'm like, <gasps> I'm sitting in my fucking bed. Like, you know what I mean? Like covers pulled over. He look at his fucking bag. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? He pulled it off. And he was like, yo, motherfucker. He grabbed the magazine because I found it all his stash. He had lowrider magazines when lowrider was a big thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure it still is a big thing. Um, he had lowrider magazines. He had fucking easy rider magazines. He had just a bunch of shit. And that's what it really stemmed from was that, you know, uh, custom culture was, it, it all had to start with my old man, you know? And, um, anyways, he got me with that fucking magazine, which was wild. Cause he told my mom and then my mom whooped my ass. I mean, being a Hispanic family, like there's no real talking involved. Like you're going to get the fucking <laughs> chancla and you know, you're going to fucking get it. So <laughs> that happened. It was cool, man. It didn't stop me. It didn't deter me. Like I, I was always hunting for those magazines. Anyways, back to the magazines. So looking at those magazines um, and like starting to put shit together, like in my mind, you know, like, oh, this is fucking cool. And this is cool. And what is this? You know, and like learning the language, you know what I mean? I, I call it kind of learning the language. Like the more you read, the more you learn, you start kind of understanding, even though you don't understand, you start developing, you know, that understanding or understanding of what the fuck this is. Um, and just wanting to be a part of it, man. And I really, really wanted to be a part of it. And then a couple years later, I joined the, the military, cruised out to California, always wanted to go to California, got lucky enough to get uh, stationed in San Diego, and just a couple buddies, man, and us just, you know, bullshitting about everything and anything, man. And one of our buddies, Dave, he got a 72, and that really fucking sparked it, because it was a, like, whoa, fuck, like, this dude's doing it, you know what I mean? That thing's cool as shit. And we've all been talking about it. Let's like, let's go do this thing, you know? Chewy got his fucking, what year bike was that? What what year was his fucking Sportster? 93, or 03? 03. Fucking sitting in a rigid, you know what I mean? And then I go get mine, and mine's a fucking 90, 92, already sitting in a rigid frame. And like, it just blossomed from there, right? And you start doing shit to it. Like, you get a bike, and you're all like, okay, I want to do this. I want to get to this. I want to do this. And then you got bad that he went and picked up his first bike. And where the fuck were we for that? Uh, golly, I can't remember. We drove out and it was it was super cool because like we go to this uh, 
uh, car show type thing that they were having and the dude met him up there and he bought his first bike like on the on the side of his street like it, it felt kind of like a drug deal but it was i mean you're buying a fucking motorcycle you know what I mean? but still like it felt like it had that vibe and then we found that shovel head sitting in front of that uh that barber shop and we're all fucking just completely oogling over it because it's one of those custom you know like which shop seth's no that so this was we were up north somewhere man i think we drove like an hour and a half away or some away or something like that to go find this bike like i can't remember the city that we were at but i remember that they closed down the little town and it was just nothing but a fucking car show all the cars were on you know the boulevard just parked on the side and people were like driving up and down and walking around and having a good time with the vendors and shit but i couldn't tell you the name of it man that's years ago um and then, man, we just developed our own little crew, you know, and we're jamming out and Born Free th- uh, 4 was our first show all together, um, riding out to that thing. And that was a to do because we like we were talking about it this morning, me and Bad, about how we were, you know, hanging out in fucking Long Beach and getting all fucked up. And then like that next morning, I just jammed out like <laughs> and they were like, where the fuck did Hector go I, 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 from the story? I just jumped on the bike, according to them, and fucking cruised back to San Diego. Like, I don't know. I mean, why? Who knows? Maybe I was just missing some tacos, maybe some booty from the old lady. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, I need to do this thing. Like, I don't know, man. So, I love you, Cass. So, you know. <laughs> so, I was born for you four. Mm-hmm. And then five. And five we went, and that was, uh, I was the chase vehicle that year, right? So, um, born free four, rode up rode the bike up and that year i laid the bike down fucking um going to the house i it was literally five minutes away i lived in claremont man and i came off of the what fucking highway is that one 92 fucking where it goes to to um we're talking about like around out of la jolla down, you know? in that area yeah so oh, i was yeah. taking the 92 getting oh, off the yeah. exit and right there like if anybody knows that area if you bang a left, you're going into Claremont, and there's this big-ass fucking hill. Like right there at that light, I, the bike slid out. My leg got caught underneath of it, fucking hyperextended my fucking MCL. But, you know, adrenaline was just fucking pumping. And I started pushing the fucking bike up the hill, man. Like, and there <laughs> Claremont this, Hill. <laughs> dude, this dude was like, this dude stops, right? A young kid, and I'm thinking like, oh, cool, man. Like, he's going to help me out. He's like, hey, man. Did you wreck your bike? And I was like, yeah, dude, it won't start or anything like that. Like, I busted the terminals. My fucking bars were all bent to shit. And uh, the motherfucker looks at me. He's like, oh, that sucks. And he just drives <laughs> away, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, That's so San Diego. That sucks, bro. <laughs> that sucks. And he drives off. I'm like, well, oh, fuck it, dude. I, like, I got to get home. And again, driving, it's like a three-minute drive. Pushing that thing, it turned out to be a, a to-do. You know what I mean? So... Pushing the thing up, and I'm, I want to say about halfway up, this old timer stops in his truck, man. And he was like, hey, man, are you all right? I'm all like, yeah, I got in a bit of a wreck, but I'm just pushing it up, you know, slowly but surely. He's like, dude, I'd like to help you out, you know what I mean? But I, I can't lift this thing. Don't worry, I'm going to give somebody a call. And I'm like, okay, you know, and like, he drives off, and I'm like, all right, well, fucking, we'll see, you know what I mean? But he drove off to the top of the hill and parked his car, and then he walked back down. So he's making this phone call, and this young kid shows up in one of those, uh, fuck, it was like a Chevy S10, fucking, it was super clean, slammed and everything, and he was like, hey, man, Brother John told me you needed help. I'm like, oh, well, I guess that's his name. Yeah, man, I, I do. He's like, let's put this thing in the back. 
I'm telling you, dude, the truck was immaculate. I'm like, they, it looked like nothing was ever in the bed of that fucking truck. And here he is. And like, the thing's painted this jet black. It's beautiful. And he helps me put this bike in there. He's like, hey, man, just, you know, try to be careful not to, you know, scratch anything. I was like, I'll sit in the back, you know, and hold the bike because he had straps and everything. But just in case, you know what I mean? Because I live right around the corner. It's like, no worries, man. So we get to the house. Old timer was all like, you know, hey, man, I'm glad I could help, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I hope that you get this thing up and running again because he really, you know, he was excited about it. And I was like, well, fuck, yeah, dude, I'm not going to, you know, just put it on the side. Like, let's get this thing done. Anyways, I get home and in my house, there was a little fence and I go to the backyard and I, I have, you know, a little chair in my outside fridge. I pop a beer open. I'm smoking a cigarette. And Cass, there was a window from the kitchen leading outside. And she sees me and she comes out. And she's like, where, like, where the fuck have you been? Like, it's late. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I got in a wreck. And she looks at my leg. My, my jeans were ripped as shit. My fucking, my knee was like a melon. And she looks at me. And she's like, oh, fuck. But she doesn't do anything. Goes back into the kitchen. Dude, and she just like keeps cooking. I'm like, what the fuck? So I finish my beer, finish my smoke. I go in. And she's all like, Oh, like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I freaked out a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm all right. She's like, you probably need to go get that checked out. So I went to the hospital. Um, but that's a long story for just to let you know that Born Free Five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Born Free Five, obviously, we're in the in the midst of, um, of uh, building the bike. And the day before, man, like, I had my uh, my roommate um, that was living with us, obviously, was, uh, his name's Jeremy, man. Good fucking dude. Badass Harley Tech. Like, I mean, he can rip anything apart. He he drives this badass shovel out in San Diego called uh, Purple Church, man. Like, it, the thing's fucking legit, you know what I mean? Uh, or he had a band named Purple Church, but the bike reminds me of, of him and his band. Anyways, um, like, he helped me put this thing together. And everybody did, dude. Bad was there. Chewy was there. My, my boy Hillbilly. Um, all those guys, you know, just always had a hand in doing something to get this thing for Born Free 5, man. Like, you know, we, we we're all going to ride up. The morning of, man, everybody shows up on that bike, on their bikes, and I just couldn't get the bike put together. You know what I mean? Like, it was just too much um, for me at the time. So, I had to play fucking chase. And if anybody has chased before, it fucking sucks when all your homies are on fucking bikes, zipping in and out of fucking traffic, and you're stuck in the middle of fucking traffic in June, going up to Born Free, stuck, hot as fuck. Fuck. It ain't even that far, dude. No, it's not, man. But, you know, everybody gets there. It's like an hour and a half from San Diego. True. But at the same time, like, everybody's already at fucking Oak Canyon, drinking, having a good time, mingling, and I'm just fucking getting done parking, and they're like four beers deep. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, motherfucker. And they're all like, hey, man, you need to catch up. Like, I know, dude. I'm the fucking chase vehicle. Like, I'm trying. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we did that, and then uh, I shipped overseas, um, Miss Born Free Six. And then made it to seven. And that was kind of like our last one altogether. No, when you're overseas, which which one was that? Was that Japan? So, uh, that was Italy. Italy. So I was in Gaeta, Italy, man. And yeah. that place is just fucking amazing. Um, I shipped the bike over there. And the, th- <laughs> the thing was, like, if they're supposed to be an inspection when they offload, like, any vehicles, right? So th- there was supp- they had my bike. Um, my bike got shipped, it got there, right? And it came with all our household goods. And the guys just happened to be like motorcycle enthusiasts, man. Like they loved it. And they were like, oh, there's a fucking Harley Davidson in here. Like, let's open it up. <laughs> so they cracked it open. They put it on the ground. They were like, well, you know, 
technically we're not supposed to kind of give you this thing, but fuck it, dude. You know, <laughs> it, it, Italian style, man. Like they just yeah. don't give a shit. They're like, ah, who gives a shit, dude? Like it's yours. So, <laughs> and for the military, like you're supposed to have all that shit registered. You know what I mean? Well, I didn't. Um, but it, you know, and we zipped around town on that for a little while with like Cali tags and shit. And the, the cops are super cool. Like they didn't give a shit. You know what I mean? But I didn't. I didn't go up to like Rome or anything. And that was my one of my biggest things was jamming out to Rome um on that thing and kind of you know zipping around the coliseum and shit because there's just roads that lead through all of yeah, fucking rome it's gorgeous yeah fuck riding out there though. oh dude we've zipped around on fucking mopeds out there <laughs> uh scooters yeah that was the gnarliest and fucking like most exciting and scariest butthole puckering fucking right. time that i've ever had on fucking two wheels because in italy they don't give a shit no about nothing like cigarette one hand fucking yeah. cappuccino in they the got other a cafe a cigarette yeah. with the phone and they're just kind of like driving with their knees and shit you're like you're about to fucking die bud. Yeah. no it was like these i've been to a lot of places with sketchy drivers mm-hmm. and italy by far like yeah. you, you, you got to be nervous on the sidewalk yeah man. like you know yeah. usually if you're on the sidewalk you're good right yeah, yeah. you know yeah. no, no, no. Really, motherfuckers on mopeds going up the sidewalk too <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> and they'll straight run you over they don't give a fuck no man you know? no but hey man shout out to all my italians out there they're fucking great people man great people great food great culture like just fucking salt of the earth 100 percent, man yeah um and then from italy went to japan Right. And uh, wasn't able to take the bike over there, which, you know, that's all right. Cool. We put it in storage. She just, she hibernated for four years. Um, But I got to do a lot of cool shit in Japan and got to go to the, uh, to the Yokohama Roadster show, um, the Moon Eyes Roadster show, which was fucking awesome. Like there's bikes there that bikes, cars, like all just custom everything. And it blows you away, man. Like they're attention to detail their you know their 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 whole thing about just wanting or they 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 strive to be perfect right and whatever they do they they whatever they touch they being like what japanese people what's that japanese people yeah japanese uh japanese yeah. people and um you know the builders and stuff out right, there right. um whatever they do it's to perfection man and i mean if it's not perfect it's fucking close you know what i mean um, and they take a lot of pride in that shit, man. They know what they have and, you know, they're going to, they, they do their best. Like, you know, so you, even like if they're building like a rat bike, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they go above and beyond to make sure that it's the perfect amount of shit. Of rat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's crazy. Like, yeah. you know, something here that just is like a, you know, an old 30 or 40 year old yeah. shovel head that's just been passed around 20 times. Yeah. Like they'll build a bike to look like that. Exactly. And you know? it, when it, when they do put it together and you're like, what the fuck like that looks like you know it was legitimately pulled out you know that barn or wherever you know what i mean but little do you know like they they everything that's been on that bike every part everything has been molested for for lack of a better word right like they messed with everything to get it to that point and because like what from what i understand is like anytime like somebody ships a bike to japan mm -hmm. when they when when it gets over there like the mechanics will strip them all the way down yeah yeah. And then put them all back together, yeah, and then make them look like they've never been apart, dude. It, <laughs> Which is it, it's insane, man. It's yeah. insane. There's a lot of pride into it, man. And right. like, you know, I'm not saying that what we do here, you know, is not equivalent to that, but over there, it just seems like it, it's so much more when it comes to old shit and when it comes to you know cars or bikes or whatever. Like, 
they really give a shit about that. You know what I mean? Because it's so hard to get out there. Right. That's that's what I think is we take so much for granted here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like iron heads and, and shovel yeah. heads, yeah. you know, are still yeah. pretty common. Sure. You know, and, sure. and early Evo Sportsters, yeah. you know, yeah. like those are bikes out here that are like $2,000 Craigslist bikes. Right, right, and, right. And the same bike in Japan is nah. like an, a 92 Sportster is probably, yeah. what, five or six grand out there used, right? Yeah, like at least. I mean, easily. It could be yeah. easily, you know what I mean? And then, you know, again, the amount of work that they go into it and stuff like that, it's, yeah. it, it's cool, man. And then, um, but one of the best shows, honestly, that I ever got to go to, like going back to Italy... So when I, when I was on Instagram and stuff like that, I followed uh, Scott T-Bone Jones, right, from Noise. And he posted, it just happened to be a post that he was going up to Art and Wheels, right? And Marco from uh, MB Leathers was, uh, was putting that on up in Switzerland. Dude, I was like, that is fucking dope. This was like in May. My wife, super pregnant with our second one, dude. I think she was like eight, eight, seven or eight months pregnant. Excuse me. Anyways... I looked at her, I'm like, hey, you want to go up to Switzerland? She was all like, what? I'm like, you want to go drive up to Switzerland? She was like, fucking, what are we going to go do in Switzerland? I showed her the show and shit. She was all like, fucking, let's go. <laughs> Dude, not even thinking about it. Like, we had nothing planned. We just jumped in the car, drove 10 hours to uh, uh, Basel. Uh, Basel, Switzerland? Yeah, B-A-S-E-L. Hopefully, I'm not butchering that shit up. Um, we showed up, man, and that was a cool fucking show because... You know, not only are there a bunch of badass bikes and a lot of builders and 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 uh, that whole environment there, but you know, everybody kind of like took that time to like really get to know you, talk to you. Kind of, I mean, Mark. When we got there, Marco was one of the first people to be like, "Yo, what's up?" Like, open arms. How are you? You know what I mean. Um, and let me introduce you to people. And I got to meet you know uh, Scott. I got to meet um, can't remember his name from Power Plant. Uh, Good Lord, man. I, I, I can't remember his name, but I got to talk to him. I got to talk to Blaster. Um, he's a big pinstriper um, in Italy. Uh, and just get to meet and mingle with all these dudes, man. And that show was fucking like knock your socks off cool. Because, again, not only bikes, but a lot of art and stuff like that in there. And just like the it, it was it was pretty small. The venue was a little bit more, you know, smaller. The amount of people were there. There was a fuck ton of people. Um but it was, it seemed really intimate, you know what I mean? And uh, my son, Rocky, uh, I think he was like four or five at the time, looking at some of the bikes parked out front, there was this old knucklehead sitting there. And the dude, the, the owner was sitting there, he, he's all like, oh, jump on it. And he like picks him up and put him on it. Like Rocky's just jumping on the fucking seat of this thing, you know what I mean? And like hitting the throttle. I'm like, oh God, no, no, no. He's like, dude, that's what they're for, man. It's for us to, you know, have fun with it. And this, you know, he's, he, he's here, let him do it. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> please don't knock the fucking bike over. You know what I mean? Um, but to me, like, you know, when I see something like that, it's like super valuable. You know what I mean? When a kid sees it, who gives a fuck? It's a motorcycle like that, you know? Um, but yeah, man. So that show was really, really kick ass. Um, and all those guys were really awesome. I got to I got to see Marco in Japan when we went to the Yokohama show, which was really cool. And got to meet him. And then... Um, just all the guys out there. I think Scott was out there again. We got to bullshit with him for a little while. Got to meet the the guys from um, the Cycle Zombies. And they were cool, man. They were super cool. And when they saw the kids, because we took the kids with us to the show. And 
at the show there wasn't a lot of you know youngsters running around you know what i mean and a lot of the 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 american builders are like man that's super cool you know like that's how you keep driving this thing you know what i mean the, the what we're doing you know what i mean it starts with them you know what i mean and so for me it's like dude they the community and like the mindset of everybody kind of wanting to push this thing is what really kind of draws me every time to this. You know what I mean? I want to be a part of this and I want to, you know, just, I guess, spread the good word, if you will, you know, like. <laughs> spread the gospel. Yeah, the dude, chopper the, gospel. The, the chopper gospel. But yeah, man. And then here we are. Uh, I got shipped out to Virginia and again bad fucking always coming in with the fucking dangers dude like hey man i need you to meet somebody when you get here and it was you and dude open arms from the fucking get man like what, what do i say like you, the shop's yours if you need to fucking work on something you know what i mean whatever help you do need man just let me know i'll help you out you know and getting settled and shit i went off the fucking map for a little bit you know what i mean but i showed up to to one of the events and you know, you, you, you were all like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like when you make a friend, like it doesn't matter how long you don't see each other. It's like we pick up where we left off and now look at us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like here we are doing this fucking thing, working together. Like, like we said, spreading the fucking gospel about this shit, man. And fucking hopefully producing some cool shit and hopefully people dig it. And maybe they don't. That's cool too. Gives a fuck. You know what I mean? And and just keep doing it, man. Because I, I think out here on the east coast what's really kick ass about it is it's not that it's quiet but it's not as like prevalent as it is you know on the west coast or it's kind of like japan like it's not it's small it's known but it's small you know what i mean so you know the people that the you you kind of get the more authentic folks i guess you would say you know or in my opinion like you know, they, they, the guys that really kind of give a shit about this thing are, are more around. Like, you're e they're easier to find. You know what yeah. I mean? In my opinion, so. That's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've been here for a long time. Yeah. So, like, my opinion of the place is probably a little... <laughs> I mean, not to say... Like, you're coming in with fresh eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to me, coming from, like, you know, San Diego, where I was in San Diego yeah. for a long time, and I was into bikes there. Yeah. You know? But I, I didn't really know anybody into choppers. Yeah. You know? Like, a handful of dudes. Like, yeah. Wayne, uh, who used to work, or own the... Um, Morgan started the, the tattoo shop above the tower bar. Right. And then he had sold it to Dwayne, I think. Yeah. And then Dwayne, he had a panhead. Yeah. You know, and I was running around with, you know, like we went and rode a few times together and mm. you know, we bullshit about bikes and stuff. Yeah. But there wasn't a lot of like, it just wasn't a big chopper scene yet. Sure. This is, sure. I mean, before Born Free and all that shit yeah. though. So, yeah. you know, it's grown a lot since then, but. It sure has, man. I, the thing about like Virginia and, and Hampton Roads in particular is that there's a lot of you know, because of the shipyard and everything, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people here that know how to do shit. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, you've got somebody that machines in, at one shop, or, right? You know, like, like uh, Carlton. Yeah. You know, um, that dude knows how to cast, how to machine, like all kinds awesome. of stuff. You yeah. know, Al with his polishing and all that yeah. stuff. You know, um, there's a lot of really talented people here, yeah. and and bike builders. Like a congregation show, yeah. you know, the amount of Virginia plates you see, yeah, is crazy. You know, and it's our backyard, Charlotte. Right. You know, it's just, you know, I guess, well, it's not quite our backyard, but. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, we're, we're close yeah. to that. So, yeah, yeah I mean, there, there's a lot of, a lot of talented people here, but there's not really like a scene. Sure. 
so we don't have the good stuff that comes with it, but we don't have the bad stuff either. Right. You know, like the right. gossip and, and the, you know, stealing people's boyfriends and girlfriends <laughs> yeah, and yeah. <laughs> all of that shit that you get when you've got, you yeah. know, like 20 or 30 people in a community that yeah. ride motorcycles and go to events together. Yeah, you know? man. No, I, I that, dig that. That chopper drama, you know. <laughs> We get enough of that on on the social media, I guess. I guess, you know, man. But, that's where it's at. that shit needs to stay. Just fucking stay the fuck away, man. We don't want that shit. No, and and yeah, I was listening to another podcast, and they're talking about like how toxic, um, what was it? TikTok is. And I've I never like, got on. That I was like, platform, I was dude. like, there's people talking about choppers on TikTok. Like, I didn't even know this was a thing, right? Because like. <laughs> How long are those videos? Like thirty seconds to a minute or some shit. Apparently, like, oh, and, cool and it's like people shit. talking shit, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, and it's it's easier to be negative than it is to be positive. Sure, sure, you know? it is, absolutely. And yeah. it, it's especially on social media. Like if you stir shit up on social media, you're gonna get dude. That shit takes off like a fucking rocket right. Shit, like that's dude. the shit that goes viral. Yeah. You know, it's never like yeah. you know gassing up your buddies and being like, yeah, yeah look at this cool shit. No, it's yeah, like no. you say something like, oh, those fucking key bars make your bike look like <laughs> you know. A Tyrannosaurus Rex or something. It's you some know? It's so like, crazy shit, right? Oh, the T-Bars looks like a dick. And you're right. just like, oh, look, man, this dude's talking shit. And then fucking 30 people chime in. And- no, and, and it's weird because it's like there's things, different things going on, right? It's like on, on one hand, like you go to chopper events now and you see a lot more people that are riding dinas and baggers to chopper events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because it's like the same demographic of people that are just into different bikes. And so sure. you're seeing more of that. Yeah. But then, you know, like... That's one hand, and then mm-hmm. you go on social media, and it's just it's like so tribal and so divisive, yeah. and so like, yeah. oh, you know, this if if you like that, you're dumb or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's I don't know, man. Like I think with the whole social media thing, right? I think you can hide a lot more with that, right? Or in in the in the sense of like you can portray whatever the fuck you want to be on social media, right? As opposed to real life. Where you have to pay your fucking dues. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to build relationships. You have to immerse yourself within the culture. You know what I mean? And you have to fucking kind of, like, show your wealth, your your worth. Not if you're Instagram famous. But that's what I'm getting at, You can live in that world, right? Right. But at the same time, (laughs) like, I think think what my point is, though, it's like, especially for guys that aren't afraid to speak their mind and call bullshit. Be like, dude, you're full of shit. You know what I mean? Now... Granted, it's easier said than done, 100%. But when you show up to that type of shit, like, for example, an Instagram famous dude or whatever, right? Shows up somewhere solo, doesn't know shit, and tries to mingle with, you know, fucking a group of whatever, like some hardcore, whatever the fucking case may be, right? And, like, for the most part, you can sense the bullshit, man. Like, I really do. I think you can, you can sense that type of thing. You know what I mean? And again, whether they're authentic or not, I'm not one to fucking judge. Right. I'm not I'm not here to, to be like, oh, this dude's fucking authentic. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, Bad and I were talking about the skate parks, right? Because I grew up skateboarding, man. 100% skateboarder. Grew up skateboarding. And at the skate parks, it w- you can always tell two different types of dudes, right? Tell the, the hardcore fucking skater. I say hardcore, but... You know, a really good skater that just, he wanted to skate, do his thing. That was it, right? And then you have some youngsters there, right? Looking up to this dude. And you have the other skater that's, you know, fucking either as good, maybe a little bit better, or maybe even, you know, a little bit worse, whatever. But was willing to help out those kids. Like, hey, man, how do you do this? Like, and you show them. You're like, hey, man, just try it this way. You know what I mean? Kind of 
give that time to them. You know what I mean? So you can build that culture to to keep on going. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I think it's the same way in this, what we do with bikes to a certain extent with, you know, you got guys that kind of show up. They don't know what they're doing. Like me, dude. Like I, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing at one point. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? But I have you. You know what I mean? And you were willing enough to be like, dude, let me show you some shit. You know what I mean? Let me help you out. Let me guide you, you know, as a mentor and a fucking friend. You know what I mean? And I think there needs to be more of that shit as opposed to like going into the ring, just fucking swinging like, oh, check out how big my fucking dick is. Like, dude, chill the fuck out, dude. Like, we're all having fun. You know what I mean? We're trying to have fun or whatever the fucking case may be. At least, you know, that's the way I look at shit, man. So yeah. the positive side of the shit. You positive. Know? I try. I try to stay positive. <laughs> you know, like, and that's something I, I'm, I remind myself all the time is that, like, that feeling you got when you first got your first bike, regardless of what kind of bike it was. Fuck you know, yeah, it, it might have been, like, yeah. you know, a uh, uh, Honda Trail 110. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter. Man. Like, that that feeling you got when you were on your bike and, like, how much fun it was just yeah, to man. ride a motorcycle. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that with all this other shit, when it becomes part of your life, like for me, like yeah. motorcycles isn't just a hobby. Like it's yeah. my life. It's whether I love it or hate it now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, I go to work in yeah. a motorcycle shop. Yeah. I talk yeah. about motorcycles all day, Yeah, you know, and then I come home and I go out to my garage That's and right. yeah. I work on motorcycles. Yeah. It's like, that's all I do. Yeah. You know, like you look around my house and it's, you know, there's fucking, 10 different bikes in different states of disassembly <laughs> everywhere, yeah, you know, and I've got them hanging from the, the literally <laughs> the hanging from the walls, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. you know, so I'm surrounded by this shit, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm well past the point of needing to feel like I need to prove something to somebody you yeah. know, other than myself. But yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, this is a life for me, sure. you know, it's not just like a hobby. It's no. not like I go, you know, put on my, my writing, you know, you put your gear on, you're like, oh, I'm the biker for today. Like, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. Oh, it's Sunday. I'm, I'm putting on the, it's, it's time to put the vest on and, and yeah. ride out to monks, you yeah, know, yeah. Or, or, you know, wherever. Yeah. You know, and, no, I hear you, and go be a biker for the weekend. Right. And then on Monday I'm back at, you know, I'm back at, at, you know, wherever. Sure. Just being a, you know, regular Monday through Friday person. It's sure. Like, sure. Uh, no, and but, I appreciate that too, though, man. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's different, there's different tiers to this shit, right? In my opinion, man, there's there really is, you know, because you know you got the guys like like yourself, you know what I mean that that does this thing, and this is this is a twenty four hour, three hundred sixty five day fucking thing. This isn't something that you know, but at this at, at the same time, like, and and again, I revert back to the young guys, right? Like right. the the ones kind of getting into this thing, trying to figure out is this something that I want to do? And that's how that shit starts, right? Like, right. You, you don't know if you want to do this. Like, Now, granted, there might be kids that, you know, they're with that family that dad was a fucking writer, fucking grandpas was a writer, great-great-grandpas was a writer, grandma's a writer, mom's a writer, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're just kind of bred into this thing, right? right? Um, for me, like with skateboarding, right? I, nobody in my family skateboards. I just saw magazines. And I thought that shit was cool. And then, you know, there was videos. And then, you know, a homie skateboarded. And it was like, wait a minute, I want to do that too, you know? And again, you're going to have that bit of of uh, that transition where, and that kind of like head fuck where it's like, am I posing? Like, is this, you know, what am I doing? Am I authentic? Like, how does this fucking work? You know right. what I mean? And then, you know, guys kind of, uh, they accept you like, okay, this dude's trying. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's he's really putting his best foot forward. Like there's a bit of buy-in, 
you know, for lack of a better term. And they're all like, we're going to give you the time of day, man. Like, here we go. Right. And all of a sudden, like, you become that old head where it's all like, hey, dude, fucking, you know, but I think a lot of the old heads need to realize that shit, too, though. You know what I mean? Like, there are that that generation, that young generation that really is trying to get into this thing, you know, and whether we're not we're not here to say you're doing it right, you're doing it fucking wrong. That's not on us for to say this shit. You know what I mean? Um, in my opinion, um, you know, if it makes you happy, if you're fucking doing this thing and you still get a kick out of doing this thing and like you're putting your best foot forward to to make this thing fucking better and fucking power to you, man, you know, so. That's where I sit with that, though. <laughs> I forgot I was going somewhere with that. Too. My bad, dude. Like, I cut no. you off. I went on my fucking tangent. <laughs> no, but, you know, like, the authenticity thing, yeah, though. Yeah. Like, that, to me, like, and, th- and that's not just in the motorcycle world, right? But that's, sure. like, like something that the generation after, you know, because I'm, I'm kind of not quite Gen X, not quite Gen Z. I'm, like, 79, so <laughs> right in between. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I grew up with MTV. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was real little though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I grew up with Atari and Commodore 64 and all that like yeah. Gen X stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I was also around for like PlayStation 1. Yeah. You know, like yeah, so sure. I'm in between. And it's a weird spot to be in, you know, because like things like, like photography, which I mm-hmm. talk about a lot. Yeah. But I started out in high school taking a film photography class. Like digital yeah. kind of existed, but it wasn't really like common. Mm-hmm. You know, it was expensive. Yeah. Sure. But it was there. Sure. You know, but if you went to college to be a photographer, you were still shooting on film. Okay. When, you know, that era. Yeah. And then switching over to digital, mm-hmm. you know, and then now like this generation who didn't grow up with film yeah. as, as the standard, you know, it was still there, but it wasn't like what you know, like when we were kids, mm-hmm. everybody's parents had film cameras. Yeah, yeah. You know, they grew up with digital cameras sure. and camera phones. Yeah. Fuck so, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they want this authentic experience of photography. So to them, this like authentic photography experience is that 35 millimeter camera that grandpa had. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to load film into yeah. and I'm going to shoot this film and then maybe I'll develop myself. Maybe I'll send it to somebody. Yeah. You know, and then they get scanned. And they feel like they just had this like like okay I'm a real photographer now. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and and I think I mean, that I in a lot of ways sure. like motorcycles are like that right like yeah. we get so hung up on trying to have this like authentic chopper experience. Right. But what right. does that really even fucking mean right? Because like <laughs> exactly, check this out this man. will fuck yeah. you up right? Think about this <clears throat> in in 1975. Okay. Right. So that's like right after that's probably when like after choppers had gotten as big as they would ever be until you know, the 2000s, sure. right? Easy Rider, everything was a chopper, mm-hmm. you know, that was probably the peak of it. Okay. In 1975, motorcycles had only been around, you know, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, really 50 years. Yeah, man, I mean, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. 25, when, you know, obviously motorcycles have been around since the late 1800s, yeah. motorized bicycles and all that shit. Right, right. But, but like, the first knucklehead was in 1936, Right? Yeah, dude. So 46, 56, 66, 76. 40 years old, <laughs> 40 right? 40 years old, sure, man. Like, think about this now. This is where I'm saying this is going to fuck you up is is a 1980 shovelhead is how old? Fuck, what? 44 years, 40 42. Years yeah. 42 years old, right? Yeah. Like, in 1975, when people were riding CB750s, that's how old a knucklehead was. Dude. right and and oh, so like yeah, and yeah. like i said now we're trying to have this like authentic chopper experience where you look back in in 60s movies yeah. and like early 70s late 60s chopper yeah. magazines yeah. and everybody's on knuckles and pans sure 
and they're like, oh, this is what I want. Yeah. Like, this is like, I'm a real chopper guy because I wear red wing <laughs> boots and greasy Levi's. Yeah, and, dude. You know, sure, some, some yeah, cool Ray Bans and my hair slicked back. I'm a fucking. I'm a chopper. Hey man, dude. my hair's slicked back, dude. And Fuck. now, right? So, so this is again. This is like the 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 authentic. That was the authentic thing for a generation. Right, right, right. Now this next generation that's coming up and getting into bikes, like guys in their twenties, right? Yeah, man. Like what was their era? Yeah. You know, eighties and nineties, soft tails. Yeah, you know, Fuckin'. like Evos. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and you're starting to see like guys that are closer to my age. Mm-hmm. You know, like like um. Al's been doing a lot of stuff with like the billet wheels performance yeah. machine yeah. and blowing that stuff up, yeah. you know, and guys like, like Ben Jeff and, and, uh, Mullins and, mm-hmm. and all those guys, Reese Zilstra mm-hmm. that were into like, grew up on like the muscle car era. Yeah. Like we were all kids when like the Firebird and yeah, Smokey and the Bandit sure, and all man. that shit. Yeah. And bikes were like <laughs> fringe leather and disc brakes. And... Yeah, man. So when I think about like what a biker is, you know, right. it's, it's not like, Somebody from the '60s. I wasn't even fucking alive then. It's right. like the Terminator. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Like carry that fucking shotgun on a fat boy, dude. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. Spinning that fuck around. Boom! I'm opening you know, gates, or, motherfucker. Or Charlie Sheen Beyond the Law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everybody knows that's probably one of my favorite movies, man. Just so you know, Beyond I, the Law, man. Like, I or just above watched the law. it. Above the law. Above the law. Right. Above yeah. the law, dude. That yeah. movie's good as fuck. I, I just watched it for the first time, like. <laughs> Like maybe maybe three or four months. I watched it this winter for the it's first time. It's so bad. It's so good dude. at the same time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but they really, you know, like they actually got like like they had technical advisors that were actual like club guys. Really? Yeah. I that's why I like the club stuff on it's pretty authentic. Pretty for good. That era. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's it's pretty good. If actually. you guys haven't gone out to see that movie or have never seen that movie, that's that's the weekend homework, man. And I'm uh. I'm going to tell you, you guys are going to get a kick out of that one for fucking sure. Beyond yeah. the law. Charlie Sheen, dude. He's got tiger's blood. He's fucking gangster. Right. Get some. It's funny that, like, <laughs> and if you're a nerd like me, you, you yeah. notice that, like, the bike that he's building is like a panhead wishbone frame in dude. the first scene. Yeah. And the next thing you know, it's like a soft tail, <laughs> yeah. you know? But it had, like, soft tail struts welded on. Like, pleading shit. Yeah. yeah. It it's yeah. like, push it to the <laughs> limit. Yeah, yeah dude. He's like, you get it, eh? Oh man, and then like I think my favorite part or one of my favorite parts of that montage is like when, it's when they're running got the on the beach and then they and, like, hug it out or yeah. no no that's Rocky I'm thinking of Rocky oh <laughs> that's a good one though man like yeah but no when he's like putting all his shit and he's got like his leather pants on dude and he's putting on this badass like fucking Harley Davidson shirt whatever fucking shirt he's wearing and then like the rings and the guns and shit like. <laughs> And then his mullet. Yeah, his mullet, dude. It's, it's crazy how much leather they wore wore for being in Arizona. God, like, it's hot as fuck. I can only imagine, dude. Like, I, I don't want to imagine that shit. Swamp ass all day, every yeah. day. Must have been rough to be a, a biker in the in the nineties. That was a nineties movie, not an eighties movie. No, that's right, right. A lot of people get they just like like everybody thinks of like these hippie things as being sixties mm-hmm. that came out in the seventies. Right. And it's kinda sure. like that, like they're oh yeah, totally eighties, like mullet. And I was like, no, that, that was nineties. Like <laughs> And the like, mullet's coming back hard. You gotta understand is that. that there was people listening to Wu Tang the same time that there was people with mullets. Yeah. Like these things overlap. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. That that's a brain buster for you, dude. I never right. even thought about that yeah. shit. Like no, I mean Wu Tang's been out since like ninety Protect your neck, motherfucker, motherfucker. Neck, that album mullet, came dude. out like, there what, you go. like 90 91 right yeah, like think about how old that album is dude. god damn dude. you want to date yourself you know 
Dude, oh my god. And and I always think about this shit, right? Like yeah. like when I was a kid listening to like my parents' Jimi Hendrix records. Right. You know, or getting into punk rock like The Clash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when The Clash was still a band. Yeah. Like before they broke up, Holy you know. Shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> and yeah. and now, you know, like you you know, get kids buying their shirts on at, at, at Walmart. At Hot Topic? <laughs> no, not even like they sell them at Walmart now. They ain't Holy even Hot Topic. Shit, like, you know, like Walmart has the baddest shirts. Like I, I was in there the other day and I was like looking at their shirts and yeah. I was like, dude, they have a Selena shirt. They well, have yeah, like Selena. a fucking Selena. <laughs> and like they have like all these, you know, Nirvana shirts and shit like that. Really? Yeah. Holy and I was shit. like, we used to make fun of people for shopping at Hot Topic. Like yeah. now you can go to Walmart and buy like a <laughs> buy Nirvana shirt cool shit. For, for like 10 bucks. Which is And good, they're like man. nice shirts. And then yeah. you go over to like the, the workwear section yeah. and just like a plain, you know, or the underwear section, just yeah. like a plain t-shirt yeah. is more than like going and buying a band shirt, you no know? shit, dude. But, but yeah, like, so, you know, Jimi Hendrix records yeah. again in, in like 1984, like, you know, that record was less than 20 years old. Yeah. Like Nirvana, never mind now is like 30. Dookie is oh, over yeah. 30, right? Like they're 30 year old records now. old as Dude, <laughs> it's just. A, should I say that out here? Yeah, yeah you should. Get no. shit, dude. We're getting old. <laughs> but I, I think that's a lot of it. Is yeah. is it's like we are getting old, right? Yeah. And like guys that were, you know, like when I first got into motorcycles, when mm-hmm. I was in my early twenties, yeah. and you know, like the guys that were kind of, you know, and they're about seven or eight years older than me, and they yeah. were ahead of the game, like like Jason Jesse yeah. and yeah. you know um Jason Ferris sure. Max of course yeah yeah like those dudes were all like 8 years older than me getting into it around the same time yeah but you know they were on like a whole nother level sure. of sure. you know like just knowing what was cool right 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 right, right. <laughs> and having the, having i guess having that skill set or the ability and also the uh the just want to just do cool shit you know what i mean well and, um, and a lot of people the unsung hero of all of that yeah and, and probably all of this like born free and everything mm-hmm. really like not enough people talk about like how important cole foster is yeah dude because without cole foster yeah there wouldn't have been the black tibetan or it dude. may have been five years yeah. later and totally different and yeah. you know like well, he puts out his like his contribution to this whole thing, hundred percent. But he was like, that yeah. mentor, that yeah, old man. guy, like you're talking right, about. Right, when right, choppers right. were fucking dead, yeah. like dead as dead can be. Like yeah. there was no chopper scene, yeah. and except for little pockets here and there mm-hmm. of of people that were into this. And because of guys like him mentoring yeah. that generation yeah. now, yeah. who are the old like graybeards now. Sure, like if sure. you look at you know, and, and I'm not trying to right, talk shit about Dave, but sure. like like yeah. when you know, I remember Dave looking like like a, a kid now sure. like i look back at old pictures of dave with his pan head yeah and yeah. it looks like this like baby face sure kind of chubby kid sure, man. you know yeah. like doing shit eating grin on his like pan head with ape hangers right right you know and now like like you know yeah he's, he's an old head man he's a he's one of the ogs for sure right you know, yeah. you know like yeah. and it's it's crazy but yeah that that torch being passed on sure i think that's crucial man like it, it has is. to happen but i think that at the same time because of social media like those people are jaded as fuck now yeah you know, and uh, yeah. and like the younger people that don't show respect, right, right, just right. Talk don't shit, paint those dudes just talking. You know, shit. and sure, it's like, man. yeah, I've been into choppers for six years, and I've got an ugly <laughs> yeah, head. I know, so I'm all. gonna fucking talk shit like <laughs> yeah. I know everything. Yeah, dude, fuck you off. know, like, and yeah. <clears throat> like, and I get, I, and you hit it on the head, dude. It's that respect factor for right. sure, man. Like that's definitely, definitely a big part of it. You know what I mean? Because if you, it not only you know acting or you know being cool with one person, but 
showing that respect, understanding that, like, hey, the knowledge that this dude has, or or girl, you know what I mean? That the knowledge yeah. that they have is gonna keep this thing going and it's gonna benefit me. That needs to be valued. Right. You know, and I think you're right, man. Like there's there's not enough of that, you know, or that we see where it's just kind of like they're kind of owed it and like no dude no, like, but, fuck off you know that's unfortunately that's kind of the way that it's always like you know we, we don't care about the history until the yeah. people that really knew the history aren't really around anymore to tell yeah. us yeah, you know and that's something that like again we're i'm always talking about like mm-hmm. documenting the mm-hmm. culture and stuff absolutely and dude, doing yeah. things like the podcast and yeah. you know even yeah. on instagram yeah yeah. People don't really look at Instagram. And it's not chronological anymore, like a storyboard. Sure. But like, if you go through somebody that's been in the, you know, like photographers that have been around for mm-hmm. the ten years, whatever Instagram's been around, and yeah. you look in their timelines and you scroll oh, back years, and you start dude. looking back at like how much, and you don't even realize things change. It's it's like watching an hour hand on a clock. You yeah. know, like you don't see the day to day change. Yeah. But you look at bikes five years ago and 10 years ago and how different they are from bikes now. Yeah. And they're all basically, you know, it's like you can, you can look at choppers two ways. Like a chopper can be a chopper and they're right. all the fucking same. Right. Because they're all the same. Right. Or you can really look at them and be like, oh, well, you know, like in the early 2000s, everybody ran forward controls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like yeah. mid controls were hardly ever seen on, on most people's bikes right the mid know? 2000s boom the mid control thing started you know kind of surfacing again yeah I see right that, you know yeah. and it's like these little changes the subtle changes you know? for sure yeah. but that's where it's like you know if, if we didn't have all this recorded mm-hmm. and we might not like i mean you can't go back on myspace and pull up your old myspace pictures anymore yeah you know a fucking at, thing. at some point like everything you have on instagram is going to go away sure and the next thing may be TikTok, where you can't go back and look at those photos. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you can't go back and look at somebody's history. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and that shit gets lost. Right. And then, you know, 30 years from now, when people are trying to build bikes that are these 2020 style right, right. choppers, yeah. and they're not going to get it right. Cause... Well, here's the thing, too, though, right? Like, with that being said, because everything is digital, you know what I mean? Like, and say shit does get lost, you know? I mean, course you got google and stuff like that but it's not like going into a garage of some old timer and him having fucking a hundred or two hundred fucking magazines sitting there and you just start flipping through all this shit right and again like we were just talking about earlier you know learning that language like what the fuck were these guys doing what were they saying you know what i mean like what was their fucking mindset at that time and a lot of you know a lot of guys that you know put bikes together and build and shit like that they revert to that type of stuff, you know right. what I mean? Because it's documented. It's like it, it, it's it's uh, it's a hard copy. Like you have it right. in your hand, you're seeing this shit. What happens if all this shit goes away? And, well, it will, and and yeah. this is why it's gonna like and and this is the thing about digital, right? Yeah. And the internet is yeah. we used to think that like once something was on the internet, it never went away. Right. Right. But now, like the when you search something on Google, mm-hmm. what drives it is the algorithm for shopping. So when you're trying to look up, you know, like Chopper Dave's blog, which still exists, but when you try to find it, you're going to go to something else. Like it's more of a hunt now than anything. Right. Like if you don't have the actual address and you put that in, you're probably not going to find it on Google because you're going to type in Chopper Dave and you're going to get Lowbrow Customs and PC Bros. Everything that's associated with Right. And it's going to be people that sell you Chopper parts. Yeah. 
yeah. right? And that's how we're going to lose everything that's on the internet. It's it's because well, the e-commerce side of it's taking it over to where it's not about sharing information, right? Like, what's the first shit, thing that yeah. if you if you're trying to figure out an answer to something and you type in a question to the internet. Right. Right, like who was the president in 1964? The <laughs> first thing that's going to come up <laughs> yeah. is Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And then you look down from there, and it's going to be somebody that's selling you coins. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you're not going to get, you know, John F. Kennedy and all this other stuff. You're going to get all this other shit. Yeah, man. you know, and it's getting to the point where like the internet's not even useful. Like, huh. and if if I would, and I'm not, you know, like. I'm not a coder or anything like that. Right, right. But if I was, you know, smart, yeah. what I would be doing right now is coming out with a search engine that that takes all of the e-shopping out of it. Right? Give me a search engine where I don't get a fucking single storefront. Yeah. And all I get is information and what kind of shit. Now you got the dark web, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, yeah, yeah. And I don't know enough about that shit. Dude. And that would like, fucking ruin people's world, right? Yeah. Because like, like Google's a billion dollar company or whatever sure. now because of shopping because every yeah. time you click on an ad or every time you you know that <laughs> item comes up from amazon and you click on amazon and then you buy it like they get you know half a cent or whatever yeah, yeah. times fucking millions you know yeah, and their yeah. daily yeah, revenue now is in the millions because of you know just people yeah. clicking on shit yeah and that's what's gonna drive you know that's what drives the internet so the information that we take for granted yeah, man. is like that which is why i think publishing like you know, I have so much respect for Cycle Source, who's yeah, still doing it. Still doing it. Um, you know, Carrie Brobeck with Choppers Magazine. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I haven't seen the new Easy Riders yet. Right. I know they tried to rebrand. Mm -hmm. It kind of didn't take off, and now they're trying to go back to their roots. Okay. So it may be good, but I'm kind of like, well, fuck you, because like that's what somebody was trying to do with Easy Riders. Yeah. You didn't let them. Yeah. And now, now you're competing with yeah. them, basically, yeah. you know? So I'm yeah. kind of like, eh. But then my friends are, like, working and putting stuff in there, so. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm not taking a hard stance on it. Yeah. But I'm not out there looking for it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad it exists regardless. Of course, you know? man, like, of course. And buying books. Yeah. And, and that's kind of a segue. Um, we weren't able to record it yet, but we are working on, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the thing with, with uh, I think it's Shenna, if I'm not... Yeah, from it. England, photographer from England. Right, yeah. so we're going to, the timeline to go live didn't quite work. Right. Um, she's out riding this weekend. She's doing her thing, man. For so sure. we're going to try to do um, a recording and stitch that in maybe, sure. or that will just be a future episode. Yeah. But, you know, self-publishing books, yeah, man. and I know, um, what's his name from California, um, or he goes back and forth, um, Central Oregon. Um fuck i don't know but he came out with a book sorry yeah. i'm forgetting but 60 miles to empty is, okay i think he's pre-selling it now oh awesome. um and i can't remember his name but amazing photographer yeah. uh and selling prints yeah you know like yeah. there's a lot of my friends that sell prints mm -hmm. like uh nick nico voigt yeah he's selling prints um I think Liam was working, he's selling prints, working on a book also. Uh, awesome. Becca was selling prints. Yeah. Um, Emma, I think you can get Emma Kazam mm -hmm. uh, or 35 grains of salt or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think she's selling prints now. Awesome. So, like, you know, buying prints and having yeah. that is cool. Yeah. yeah. The, the magazines are really cool because they get passed on. Yeah, man. Once they're no longer useful to you, exactly. You, you just go put to them swap in a fucking meets. box, dude. Don't right. fucking throw them away. Put that shit in a box, dude. Somebody's going to think that they're fucking cool. Right. Eventually. And I know, like, I was, 
because right now, like if, if the most expensive Easy Rider magazines mm-hmm. are the late sixties, early seventies ones, yeah, and man. they've gotten kind of expensive, you know, sure. and they weren't printed in big numbers. Yeah, but yeah. the the eighties Easy Riders, man, you can pick up for a couple bucks, which like, needs to be picked for, like, up because year. like twenty years from now, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Everybody's like, there's Yo, where's so that much good shit, shit in there, yeah. like. So I got a bunch from Trevor. There you um, go. You know, and and in the bookshelf in the shop there, yep. you got that. Yep. There's just stacks and stacks of those '80s Easy yeah. Riders. Yeah. And like '87 was a damn good year. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. They had so many cool bikes. I looked through them, you know, and it's like these guys that were coming up in the '70s. Yeah. You know, if you read like '70s Easy Riders, like they used to get people's names wrong and shit because like <laughs> they were just bikers that put a magazine together. It was a real like biker magazine, right? Right. And really. like, so I remember there was one about. De- uh, Denver Mullins, where they oh, they spelled yeah. his name with an I. It was M U L L I N S. You know, and yeah. like they'd get like Freddie Hernandez's name <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you know, like, but those guys by the by the eighties had yeah. really like kind of refined and like mm-hmm. mastered their craft. And if you look at you know the styles may not be what we're into. Yeah. But what I see a lot of people doing now is kind of cherry picking the best things sure, from man. these different eras. Yeah. So yeah. now it's like the best elements of a 60s chopper and a 70s chopper and an 80s chopper yeah. and putting them together yeah. and kind of making it cohesive and and it becomes a new thing. Sure you know? it does, man. I mean, like we talked about before, man, like you're not, there's going to be a lot of people not being able to create and do something fresh, like fucking from scratch. It's not going to happen. You're going to be inspired from stuff and you're going to develop things that's going to create kind of like that fresh super inspiring piece you know what i mean like that's how it's going to work you know what i mean like for people and again my opinion like people think like you know i'm just going to develop this thing you know from ground zero nobody's ever seen this thing and literally you know you know hey man this this dude's been doing this for fucking 30 years but you know what i mean like and and who knows maybe somebody is dude i'm not saying that you know that's not possible but I think the likelihood of it is is not, you know, really there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes sense. No, I mean, it's it just depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it goes back to what I'm saying. Like, a chopper is just a chopper. Sure. You yeah. know? Like, at the end of the day, yeah. it's got two wheels, a gas tank, a seat. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. you can only fucking change so much about right, it. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. sure, rims or spokes or mags or yeah. 21s yeah. or 18s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it, and like I said, it goes back to a change where like eighteen inch wheels were really kind of rare on bikes. Yeah, in in from like the seventies, late seventies for sure, all mm-hmm. the way up until like the twenty tens. Like, yeah, you didn't see a lot of eighteen inch rear wheels. Right, you know, except for like more European style like cafe racers. Right, why that, right, right. Yeah, you know. The um the Harley had the eighteen inch wheel because sure. they're trying to be a European style like Triumph style bike. Yeah, yeah. But for Harleys, you know, it was like sixteen in the back, nineteen or twenty one in the front, exactly. or sixteen and sixteen. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't see people building wheels, and, right? You know, so we can say, oh yeah, it's just a fucking chopper. But I don't think it's really possible in, without putting a lot of work into it to really build two bikes that are identical. Okay. Yeah. Like if you know, at first glance. You know, especially like I said, if you're jaded, they all look the same. Right. And when right. you're new, you you don't know the differences. They all look the same. When you're in that middle area of like, oh well, he's running a juice brake and he's running a mechanical brake. Right. Like you only know that stuff when you know that stuff. Right. 
And then you get to a point where you just don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a, it's back to just being a break. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's just a fucking break. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, it might work. It might not work. Who the fuck knows? Right. But you know, and, and there's always people in, in all these different phases Yeah, all the time because For sure. yeah. there's no clear generation. Like, you know, like it's not like school where we start in September yeah. and we end in, in, or, However, that works. Yeah, I don't remember. Dude, I've been out of school for so <laughs> fucking long. But I mean, June, that, that, it's a good I mean? example because you know me being gone and kind of like you know that quote unquote out of the scene for eight years because I've been overseas and really haven't had the bike. And I get here and it's the helmet thing that we were talking right. about. You know what I mean? Like I'm super into the fucking MX helmets. I think they're cool as shit. You know what I mean? And now they're all being discontinued. <laughs> yeah, they're all being just fucking continued. Thanks, Simpson. Now it's Simpsons. It. Well, yeah. right. Now you got to have a ghost bandit. You yeah. Know I mean? it, right. You to, know what I mean? To match your dicks and um, your bike. But that's what I'm getting at. You know, it, it's what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's what you're saying. You know, like those, those kind of, you know, quote unquote fads or whatever. One dude's going to like this shit and they're going to keep it up. You know what I mean? And then other people are going to move on and it's just going to keep recycling itself when we push forward, you know? So the helmet thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to the helmet yes. thing because I want to unpack this. Yeah. <laughs> it went from being no helmets, yes. right? Yeah. Like, and then, you know, they fought to, and I've had like older people like laugh at, at like chopper people wearing full face helmets. Right. Right. And they're like, man, we fucking fought to not have to wear not helmets at all. Helmets, right? And you would put a helmet on your knee as, as right. according to the legends. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like fuck these no, dudes. You look, you, I mean, there's pictures of that. Like, look yeah. back in, in, like, in the Wind magazine yeah, and stuff man. and, like, Easy Rider. There's pictures of guys riding with it on their knees. Fuck it on their knees. And there was a guy in San Diego that used to ride with the helmet behind his head. <laughs> And he just had the strap around his neck. Yeah. It was like, and it was a DOT helmet. And that was yeah. his protest. And like, yeah. this is all in the 2000s. Like, yeah. I still was protesting that shit. Yeah. yeah. And you'd see him like by um, Cafe Italia. No, uh, the Gelato place. Um, gelato place. Over dude. by the airport. Um, oh, uh, is it next to the Harley Davidson that's down there? Ah, uh, that wasn't back there. It was just oh, on okay. the other Fucking side of Little Italy right there. Sure. Anyway point being though yeah. is that like so you know he went from no helmets to no. skid lids yeah right yeah. beanie helmets and beanie <laughs> yeah, helmets were the shit that was, you know like a and, on your head. and then like <laughs> when when i got into it it was three-quarter helmets right like right. going around yeah. and finding like old buco three-quarter helmets right. and like you know and and those because well, nobody run, made I still them run my daytona so, right but but yeah. this is before daytona was even making them right, right, like right. you couldn't find three-quarter helmets okay. so you just you could find skid lids yeah and like those mushroom dot ones yeah that made you look like a dick or you could go buy like a showy like rf whatever it was like sport bike helmet right you know and then right. like with the street fighter thing and those guys wearing like the chopper helmets yeah but those chopper helmets were always like the the german style you yeah know, the, and, and the german style ones. sure yeah right yeah. you know and you still see people rocking those but right. you know like nobody made like three-quarter helmets were just like almost Almost didn't exist. Right, right, know? right. Um, and now, like, you know, three-quarter helmets are almost the standard. Well, yeah. That, I mean, and that's the thing. Somebody thought it was cool. The, the big companies were like, fuck, dude, this well, thing's selling. Like, let's make this thing. You were, you were around when, when Biltwell still had the, the non-DOT yeah. one, right? Yeah, man. And it was like, it was a novelty helmet, three-quarter. Yeah. Yep. I do remember <laughs> that shit, man. And it was bad but, as fuck because it was super low profile, like right. those old Bucos and stuff. Well, like, that's it why good. I went with the Daytona because that was like the lowest profile yeah. three-quarter helmet that you could get that was dot approved and right being able to ride on a on base, base and shit i know yeah. you know the the gate guards you know bless them but they'll <laughs> fuck with you you yeah. know what i mean they're like yo is that dot approved and like i used to ride around on a jockey helmet for a long time 
And yeah. I took a DOT sticker and I put it on the back of that fucking thing. And then my dumbass sticker bombs my helmet. So they're all like, hey, motherfucker. Like, that's not, you know what yeah. I mean? You're like, I mean, it's cool, dude. I'm going to be late. And you kind of take off. And like, God damn it, man. Like, <laughs> you know, don't let us catch you again. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but yeah, man. No, I, I, I do remember that shit with, uh, with Biltwell and stuff. And their, their novelty right. helmets at the time. That's crazy as fuck. Yeah. And now, you know, like, like people make jokes about like Simpson. But, yeah. you know, like. Simpsons made motorcycle helmets mostly for racing. Yeah. And then right. big, huge racing. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, they've always been kind of a, a segment of like the California club scene has always worn mm-hmm. those Simpsons, mm-hmm. but they weren't really good street bike helmets. Like they were heavy. They're loud. They're yeah. not, they're not designed for anything other than protect your head on a drag strip. Sure. The sure. old ones. Right. You know, and now like Simpsons doing great. Like they're, yeah. you know, yeah. they're up there against companies as big as like Bell and Showy now, yeah, you know, and, and a yeah. good market segment yeah. of people that used to wear skid lids or no helmet at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, they, I think there's still states that you don't have to rock helmets. Oh, right? yeah, like, there are. Yeah. There, I mean, Ohio, like Ohio. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's one. Florida. Of them. Yeah. Um, I think South Carolina. Okay. Uh, there's a lot, you yeah. know, Arizona, Arizona for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. and you know, and those places are really hot. A lot of people don't want to wear helmets. I mean, dude, you're going to fucking suffocate yourself right. past the fuck out behind the bike. You know what I but mean? But when I go to those States, I always wear a helmet. Like I can't ride without a helmet. I feel naked, naked kind of naked, not even just it. naked. Like I, I feel like I'm like, you know, like my head's in a guillotine. I'm about to get smashed <laughs> to like get a grape, <laughs> right? Like, cause I'm so used to riding with a helmet yeah. and you know, I'm, you know, I'm, pro-choice and everything like sure. if you don't want to wear a helmet and you want to fucking die like that's on you dude that's cool too man i'm I mean, not worried about yeah. dying i'm worried about being brain like damaged fucking being a know? vegetable for the rest right, of your life you know? like i mean and but you know for guys like that again like you said your choice man like i right. mean if it's fucking if that's not what you want to do cool man fucking i mean i kind of get it like if you're zipping around town for the most part you right. know like uh, maybe that's where shit happens it was like five miles from your house that's what i'm saying but what i'm getting at is maybe where yeah. they because you got so many asshole cars you know what i mean and kids right. fucking around on phones and shit like that um on a highway I mean, maybe some good glasses, you know? That, <laughs> that fucking air I, yeah, I mean, you in a fucking You know, eye. like spots with like New Mexico and stuff where yeah. you don't see another car for two hours. Right, you know? right, right. And you're just fucking jamming. Like, right. I mean, I would be a, kind of more inclined to do it that way as opposed yeah. to... But I, I think it's, it's just as trends change, though, and like now it's yeah. not... The generation that grew up seeing people wearing yeah. helmets aren't so put off by a full face helmet. Right. Right, right, and so right. you're seeing people on choppers wearing full face yeah. helmets, yeah, which like was unheard of for the yeah. most part, you know, up until I'd, I'd probably venture to say what early two or uh, late two thousands, probably or not late two thousands, excuse me, mid two thousands was kind of like the full face thing, like getting yeah. Into well, this I mean, you, you started seeing yeah. like the dirt bike helmets yeah. and the dual sport helmets, right, you right, know, right. And guys on on or just people on choppers with dual sport yeah. helmets, and yeah. you know, but now like you know full on full faces yeah, and people thing, want man. quiet helmets and, yeah you know that's a thing i mean they yeah. might hurt their widow ears that's cool <laughs> put some fucking earplugs in you're good yeah. <laughs> i don't know man i like mufflers <laughs> right i like listening <laughs> yeah. to my shit nah but what are you gonna do man i mean I, again it's it's the fact that people are gonna have all their own flavors people are gonna do what the fuck in their mind think that it's cool you know what I mean? Like, this is what I think is cool. This is the the picture that I have in my head for what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? And this is how we're going to do this thing. So speculating here, what, yeah. what do you think is going to be cool in 10 years? In 10 fucking years from now. Honestly, man, I mean, 
if I was to say anything, I really, I really think, honestly, I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. Like, so, and and I don't know that this is ever going to be a thing again, right? Mm-hmm. But looking at like the adventure bike thing, okay, that's right now, yeah, and like the vintage. In, we used to call them enduro bikes. Enduro bikes. That's what right? I know them as. On road, right. off road. Yeah. Standard yeah. motorcycles. Right. Small displacement, like yeah. 400 cc's and stuff. Yeah. You know, like a Pan America is probably a badass bike. I don't know. I've never ridden one. I've only seen one up close a couple times. Yeah. But that's like a expensive bike. It's fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah man. And and you can go buy like a KLR 650 mm-hmm. and go on the same roads. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're probably not going to be as fast on the highway right. or as you know, it's nowhere near as fancy. Right. But, like, you can find them for, like, three grand. Sure. You'll beat the fuck out of them. Well, you know? going back to the expensive thing, though, man. Like, you know, BMW's been doing enduro bikes for how fucking long? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, for a long, long fucking time. Like, growing up in Germany, because right. the old man was stationed out there. I remember those guys in their fucking full suits. You know what I mean? It looked like rain gear constantly the wearing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> and on these things with these big-ass bags on the side. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is this dude doing? Like, I had no idea. I just thought that was very common over there in Europe. You know what I mean? You see these bikes a lot in Europe. Right. Um, and then it kind of transitioned over here into the States. And I get it with the whole overlanding thing and people wanting to be outside, especially with this whole COVID thing and kind of doing the solo missions and stuff. But um, with that, dude, I don't fucking know, man. Like, I, so, I, you know, like, it depends on where you live too, right? Like, yeah. around here, yeah. like, having a, like, there's not very much land that isn't, privately owned Mm -hmm. in this area Mm -hmm. right it's either somebody's farm or it's a piece of historic land or it's something you can't just like go ride dirt bikes out in yorktown yeah you know and do wheelies on like the old like (laughs) readouts and you know as fun as it would be you just can't like you know but when you live out in utah or arizona you know and even california like there's all these like fire roads and shit And, and i think that's kind of a thing but i also think you know, and it kind of ties in with the uh, what's an authentic motorcycle experience, sure. right? Sure. Which is to me, once people burn out from this like social media famous thing, you, you think know, that'll ever happen? Oh, no, for sure it will. Because yeah. like right now, a lot of people I think is that like they see as a as a way to get like notoriety and mm-hmm. fame, and then a way to capitalize on that, and mm-hmm. make money on it, right? Mm-hmm. So like if I can get Instagram famous, and then I can start getting free shit because yeah. I'm an influencer now, yeah, <clears throat> right. And so that's still like going to be somebody that's coming up right now. That's going to be like their goal, their okay. motivation. Like yeah. I'm going to build this really cool bike, and I'm going to learn how to stunt, yeah, because you know somebody's going to see me stunting on Instagram. They're going to want to put my their parts on my bike. And I'm going to get free parts. Sure. So sure. there's motivation to do that right yeah. now. Yeah. At some point, people are going to get fed up just like you, where you're just like, you know what, dude? This is a waste of my time. I want to go back to being in the moment and present. Right. And I think right. that that's going to be when the pendulum swings back, it's mm-hmm. going to be in the moment and present. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm going to take Polaroid pictures. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, like when you're drunk at the bonfire yeah. with your titties hanging out and I've got, <laughs> you know, a Polaroid picture of you, <clears throat> you're not going to be worried about your boss seeing it. Right. Because right, it's a Polaroid. Right. Exactly. It's not, exactly. you know, like yeah. we're going to go back to that. I think that that's where the pendulum's going to swing. And that's where, like, being a, a biker, air yeah. quote, biker, you're going to have you know, to actually and make have the these biker experiences. Yeah. 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 You know, because right now everybody's playing up for the camera. You go to a yeah. chopper event and there's fucking, and I'm one of them, yeah. you know, but there's like 12 photographers that get shit 
you know, looked at by over a thousand people, let's say, mm-hmm. you know, there's at least, you know, a dozen photographers at any chopper and that's just on the East coast. So I can't imagine like when you go to Fuck, like, yeah. you know, max is 69 mile run. How many fucking photographers are in that pack? Yeah. You yeah. know, there's yeah. because every photographer wants to fucking go shoot that because that's where all the cool bikes are going to be. Sure. And you're going to see, you know, Fuck, yeah, people man. that are like well known. Yeah are going to be there. So be there, like, sure. so people are going to be interested in your photos. Cause if you've got a picture of Ryan Gosling on his knucklehead yeah. and he posts that on Instagram, people are going to see your shit. Right. 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 You know, but I think that once enough people tune out and start deleting their Instagram or only looking once in a while. Yeah. And then what do you do if like you're, you're only Instagram famous. Yeah. Right? What the fuck are you going to do then? Huh? <laughs> you're only oh, into fuck. choppers because like <laughs> it gets you on it. You're going to move to the next thing and it's not going to be choppers. Right. Right, hundred percent. The next thing is not going to be choppers. Like I'm surprised the choppers have had the staying power that they've had, mm-hmm. and I think that the only reason that they have is because of social media. Yeah, because when it was just Dice Magazine and yeah. Show Class Magazine and yeah. all these things, it was really like it was almost like you like had being to know a punk rocker yeah. before punk rock was well even when it was mainstream like you had to know a punk and ask a punk to find out where a punk show was right 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 Right? i mean yeah there may be you know offspring may have been playing at the norva yeah but that wasn't the where the punk rockers were the punk rockers were at the dive bar in virginia (laughs) beach seeing like six bands that i've never heard of never heard of before sure yeah it's gonna go back to that you know because i would hope so man i mean i I think think that would be good you know what i mean like it'd be a good a good refresher. You know what I mean? People understand like where this thing actually is. Right. What, what it could feel like. You know what I mean? Because I think you're right. I think this whole thing of of instant gratification and fucking all this other shit, right. man. Like it's it's definitely gonna Well, I hope so anyway. I think it will. And and I think that what's gonna drive that is like if you got a group of people on bikes, you know, and it kind of segues into what we've talked about with like the women riders and that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, as that becomes more, that used to be a norm. Like that wasn't weird in the fifties, Yeah. you know, as as you tend to think that it's weird now Mm -hmm. because you don't hear a lot about it. Yeah. But like when you go back and you look at photos of like motorcycle, like family clubs. Yeah. Yeah. In the fifties, there was so many women on their own bikes riding full dress panheads next to their husbands. Yeah. And sometimes they rode two up and sometimes, you know, they had their own bike and, and you see them and they weren't just. You know, they were wearing the Harley Davidson button ups, <laughs> yeah, you know, that say Harley Davidson. Yeah. They got the rider's caps. Yeah, man. And they were on their own fucking bikes. Yeah. And that's super you know? rad, man. Like I, I I dig that shit, man. Like I dig all, all about that, you know what I mean? Because I don't I don't think there's enough of it, you know what I mean? And in the aspect of like them really wanting to just kind of get out there right. and not feel like, you know But but that's the whole thing about like the media, right? And mm-hmm. what we remember from the media yeah. and why it's important to show everything. Yeah. And, you know, like... Agreed, man. Agreed. And and have that space. Because, like, we were talking about, like, Latino bikers. Yeah, man. Like... Yeah. You barely even know yeah. that Latino bikers were a thing. And a whole fucking thing in itself. Right. Because you yeah. think of Latinos, you think of lowriders. Right. Like, that's the, the right. Latino Bomba culture. fucking lowrider. You know? Yeah, for sure, man. And, and square body Chevy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which one's parked With bullhorns on the front. Yeah, you know? motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like... 
<laughs> and now, like, you know, in the last, like, like when Harley started doing their thing, their advertising campaign with black bikers, a lot yeah. of people freaked out. Sure. Because they're right. like, oh, you know, Harley's like this middle class white thing. Mm-hmm. And it, Harley was never just a middle class no, white thing. Yeah, right, but right, all these right. people that were doing it, like, you never saw it because they right. weren't in Easy Riders magazine. Right, right, right. So now those kids are going through the magazines. Like, yeah. dude, if I was a young black kid going through a magazine. Yeah. And I didn't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Right, you know? right, right. Because that, that part of the history is not it there. never showed it. But right, the thing that's right. crazy, and this is what I'm learning now, yeah. is that even though I would think that they don't know, right. they actually know because they know somebody that knew. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't true. know because I didn't grow up yeah, that Yeah, you're way. not part you know, of that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So, and, and that always kind of like blows my mind when I realize that like, you know, I think, oh, nobody knows about this history. Yeah. And then I get corrected by somebody that are like, no, we know about this history. Yeah. We just don't talk about this history with you because it's not your history. <laughs> right, 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 right. And That's I mean, kind of like a mind fight where I'm yeah. like, oh, wow, dude. Like, like there's this whole world outside of my world. Yeah. And it'd be nice to know know about it, you know what I mean, and learn about it, and just fucking be able to communicate about it, and have that history, like, you know, with with what we're doing, have that piece in here, that way everybody's just like, wait a minute, what the fuck, this was going on in California, this was going on in New York, this was going on in the fucking Midwest, you know what I mean, like, we didn't know that, you know what right. I mean? Like, let's let's talk about this shit. Well, and most of what we do know is either, like I said, from the magazines, mm-hmm. or it's from books that people in, like, notorious motorcycle clubs wrote. Sure, sure. So we only know, like, that... The little pieces of That it, person's yeah. version of yeah. that history right. that's right. very regional. Because right. motorcycle, I mean, you know, everything was pretty regional. Yeah. When you met somebody, if you met them at a show, like, you know, Tom Fugel being pen pals with David Mann. Right, 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 right. You know, and the, them sharing ideas. But, like, if you look at a map of how far those guys really were, like Sioux City, Iowa, and those guys, yeah. like, you know, they were eight hours apart. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. whereas now we're communicating with people in other countries. Other parts of the fucking planet, man. Right. Instantly, which is great. It you is, know, but. Which is a good thing. It, it, that, going, I'm going to try to circle back here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. At the end of the day, like those experiences, like you had, yeah. of riding to Born Free, yeah, man. with your friends, yeah. yeah, and you being bummed in the truck, <laughs> and yeah, like those are the things that never change, yeah. you know. Like it yeah. may be different bikes, it may be different shows, yeah, but that's always like motorcycles is always going to be a thing, sure. you know, yeah, whether it's on choppers or performance baggers or whatever the fuck it is, two wheels, man, fucking ruckus. Dick ruckus. <laughs> the ruckus happen, scooters. Right? It's coming, man. It's I'm coming. telling you. It's fucking coming. Right. We're going to make that shit not cool, but cool all the not, same. Time. I don't think it's ever. No, I don't it's, think. I think it's going to be if, <laughs> talking about I think it's going to be like vaping. No, you know what? <laughs> Ruckuses are the fucking vaping. That is my analogy right fuck there. Fuck off, dude. I'm telling you. Like, so. You think that you're cool as fuck with your cloud. <laughs> and you think that like and and i'm a smoker so like and and this is my thing like i smoking is disgusting i i quit smoking for like three years i picked it back up like right if i ever want to really quit smoking i will start vaping because i would be so embarrassed to vape in public just sitting there smoking on a robot dick dude (laughs) like and and yeah so so ruckus scooters are vaping Like no, to dude, other vapors, they probably they probably think that they're the coolest fucking thing ever, right? Because it's like they sit around like like and talk about like what kind of a battery they have and how many fucking. Dude, I disagree, dude. There's so much cool shit that you, it's like the you know what, ruckuses. In my opinion, dude, they're like the Glock of the gun world, you know, or in the scooter world. There's so much shit that you can do with it, and it's super underlying and fucking like you know what I mean. Like they don't they don't 
They haven't gotten their due, man. And it's gonna happen. We're gonna fucking make this thing and we're gonna be jamming around on ruckuses. And, <laughs> and it's gonna be fucking awesome. And I don't give a fuck what everybody says, man. Dick Ruckus is coming to fruition, dude. It's happening. Who fucking. is Dick Ruckus? We don't know yet, but we're going to find out. No, it's, it's like Animal Chin. Like, <laughs> you <just laughs> you got to find Dick Ruckus. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That thing, it's its the coolest thing on the fucking planet right now, man. You can't you can't convince me otherwise. And then, until that one day that so, I sent you that text message, you're like, so you yeah, missed the segue opportunity. Gay. When I asked what was fucking <laughs> 10 years from now, you could have been talking about. Oh, we could have been talking about fucking Ruckus. That was dude. the segue. I was trying to like throw you a, a lifeline. Damn there. it, dude. I fucked that all up. Maybe next time I'll think about it. <laughs> so, and we we joked about this because you first like this when I first started talking to you yeah, again. It was yeah. like, hey, what do you think about this? And I was like, yeah. well, it's lame. But <laughs> it's lame. Yeah, it's lame. Instantly. Like it wasn't even like you didn't. Even, it wasn't gentle or anything. You're like yeah, it's it, it's fucking gay, dude. I was like, you can't say that. Oh yeah, you can't say that anymore. Lame. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know you've been gone for eight years. Dude, oh my god, <laughs> a lot's changed. It has, it has, it has. And I, I, you know, I'm not nothing against any of it. You know what I mean? Like I just, it's one of those things in my vocabulary that I got to watch out with. Yeah. <laughs> being being so a, a BPOC doesn't give you a pass either. Right, so. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. Oh man, that it kind of hurt my soul a little bit. But then you were like, "Dude, we can make that frame. Like you don't have to go. You know, try to find one of these things." And I'm like fair enough like that's simple enough let's just do that you know what i mean right but but i still go back to my other thing is that <laughs> the amount of work you're gonna put into this yeah. if you put it into this right you could have like a panhead springer right right, right with a right. sissy bar yeah and all this other like, cool shit you know, yeah. Yeah. or you could have this like really fast scooter. 80 mile an hour scooter which is badass that gets 100 <laughs> miles to the gallon so I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe you're onto something with, hey, dude these, these time and fucking day right now and the way things are going and gas and all that shit like because what you can buy like the chinese motors on yeah. ebay for like 250 bucks or on so. amazon yeah, man. like yeah, yeah. like that's what the y yg yg6 or something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah and they're like 150 cc yeah. air-cooled four-stroke motors and they fucking jam dude right and then they got kits to make them 180s yeah. and pipes and all sorts of crazy shit you can fat tire wheels. kits on the back of it man the lowering fucking seat all sorts of shit i guess yeah. i think it's pretty gangster man that's just my opinion can you put something in the you know so that they cloud so that they <laughs> smell like grape behind you or like vanilla know, strawberry just like a gummy bear flavor <laughs> that's that's always my favorite thing when somebody's vaping you know is to try to figure like in the car in front of me and i'm like in my car and i'm like hmm ah. that's that's cherry vanilla <laughs> what a tasty treat <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's like disgusting. a starburst like a lemon starburst <laughs> people are making that crazy shit last is like pomegranate fucking lemonade fucking dip flavor right. like, oh fuck dude like that's not good <laughs> so it's like i know you guys are active so you guys can't talk about this stuff but i can <laughs> if you go into a dispensary and they have all of like the names of like the weeds and i think that vaping is kind of the same way you're like oh this is like strawberry kush knock you on your fucking ass you know <sighs> And and, I, and I'm biased, like yeah. you know, I mean, like I'm not into weed culture, so like sure. I go into in like you know the 
the bud tender or whatever is like yeah. super passionate about all this shit yeah. and like they talk about it like it's like oh whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. and they get all super stoked and i'm like dude it's just weed i just want to get high right like so so like i knock it down into what it's called just give me a bag of fucking weed right like you know there's two kinds of weed there's like the weed that like you're gonna go take a nap yeah, and then there's yeah. the weed that you're gonna i don't know watch a movie and like <laughs> i mean i don't think there's a weed out there that's gonna make me want to go mow my lawn like right? although yeah, they say I there's something that's like energizing yeah. but i'm like i've never if anybody has anything out there just just in case like let Derek know you know what i mean if there's a plug you know <laughs> just hey man this i mean it's legal in virginia you... so as long as right, it's under arms I'm, like... I'm not gonna pay for it you have to give it to me because that's against the law to buy it but you could give it right, to me right and and you know, and I'll review it for you. I'll, you I'll be your, your. There you go, man. Right? That's like, the whole thing in itself. Yeah. Like I can, yeah, well, you can review what's going on. Like, oh it's... man, I see. This is where Wes and Riders on the Norm missed out towards like the end of Riders on the Norm. They could have been reviewing weed because that's all they did was smoke weed that's and like right. talk about random ass shit. How times have changed. Right yeah, now. they have. Oh man, now uh, Riders on the Norm is such a good podcast. Like, yeah, uh, like that's what really is like. Man, I want to be on a, I want to do a podcast. Like, like they that, were a big man. one. Them and yeah. Chopper Profits. You okay, know, yeah. like yeah. I don't know if you ever go back and and so if you're not a podcast listener normally, mm-hmm. like look at Chopper Profits because now it it so much time has passed since that and that was like mm-hmm. kind of like one of the first like podcasts mm-hmm. like that was like Chopper and he interviewed a bunch of like chopper people that were around like yeah. 10 years or whatever ago yeah. and you listen to it now it's crazy because it is that like that time has passed now and yeah you you see you know that this thing is still evolving right 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 and and it always seems like we're living in history and we're trying to recreate history sure but it evolves at oh, the same absolutely. time which is just weird yeah you know and it goes back and forth i swore up and down that the next big thing was gonna be bobbers again yeah. Like I thought we were gonna go back to because everybody was into like these panhead and knucklehead choppers yeah. that we were. I was like, all right, cool. Like sixteen inch wheels are gonna come back, mm-hmm. and Springers and like Speedster bars and yeah. and people are gonna go back to the fifties thing. Yeah. And I was totally wrong. Like yeah. that, and it kind of just skipped over from like these like sixties B movie style choppers. Yeah, yeah. I think like now what I'm seeing, it just could just be my bubble. But mm-hmm. what I'm seeing is is like rigid shovel heads with mag wheels and disc brakes and T bars. Yeah. yeah. And that's kinda like That's a new the thing. Right. That's a new thing. I guess. Maybe, but like it just could be that I like shovel heads with And that's what your eyes and is focused on, right? And, and yeah. the algorithm just shows me what I like. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even show me anything. In the matrix, else. here we are, dude. Fucking uh... No. I mean well but so I, I, I found out what the hashtag was that they were using in Japan for for swing arm shovel heads. What's that? Oh, I can't say it. it's in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> But if you translate Fuck it, off, dude. <laughs> if you translate it, if you go to Google yeah. Translate yeah. And, and you do four space speed <laughs> yeah. space frame, four speed frame, yeah. it's got to be the number four with the space, yeah. and it gives you like one of the the letters that means like it's like one one symbol means the, the whole conjure, word. yeah, right, and then um, the other thing, yeah. Um, are we taking a break. 
I gotta take a piss. Okay, we're <laughs> to gonna take continued. a break. <laughs> oh, but just to finish the thought yeah, though. So, yeah. so four speed frame, right? If you translate yeah. it, and it's in Japanese, and it's like a hashtag, and there's like twenty seven thousand posts. Yeah. Of all just like Japanese four speed shovel heads. No some shit, of them dude. are like stock, and yeah. some of them are swing arm yeah. choppers. Yeah. And some of them are just modifieds, and it's crazy, right? Yeah. So now I'm seeing that. So I've expanded my bubble. Yeah. But yeah. as far as what I'm seeing out here, that's just all that I'm seeing is is. Hmm. like tough guy bikes right yeah you know so i think that that's the thing now but i don't know where it's gonna go in 10 years like i don't know what's gonna be next you know, know about 10 stock, years yeah maybe stock everybody's just writing stock shit stock again bikes, like this stock is dinos, where it's at yeah. like i want like the with the really because like the 90s dinos had yeah. like the beautiful paint yeah and it's yeah. just gonna be like bone stock ass everything like, 90s because they're rare like sure. everybody's fucking and people up. are paying fucking money for those right well dude. because everybody fucking had to customize yeah. them so yeah. they all like got rid of the mid controls and went with forward controls yeah. and custom paint jobs and yeah. stuff so I think that stock bikes that's my prediction for 10 years oh. from now we'll see if I'm right but I think stock bikes are gonna be the thing so I think that like like a 90 sportster yeah like how many stock 90 sportsters are left they made fucking thousands of them, I don't know. or hundreds of thousands yeah. of them, probably. But like every fucking time, you know, lowbrow or TC Bros or somebody sells a hardtail kit, boom, yeah. there's yeah. one less stock bike yeah. out there, and they fucking sell a lot of those hardtail kits. Let me yeah. tell you, I'm sure. So I, I, I think stock bikes. That's my prediction. Huh. All right, break time. <laughs> All right, and we are back from our little our little break there. Dick Ruckus. Dick Ruckus. <laughs> so off off radio, off yeah. podcast, we were talking about you know the the next thing, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. one of the points that um, Blair brought up, who yeah. is off mic right now but right. in the room, yeah. um, was Jesse James, yeah. and you know him growing up with choppers, right. and then making right. choppers his own thing, right. and that blowing up into something huge mm -hmm. in the two thousands, right. you know, yeah. Um, but one of the things that I was saying about that is that like Jesse James wasn't doing anything new, right? Like he was just aware of things going on in other places that we weren't tracking here, right? Like the Swedish chopper thing has never gone away. Like since yeah. the seventies, that right. has been a staple in Sweden yeah. and they still are doing it today. Which is fucking crazy. Cause I've heard nothing about it. Like I've never thought to like dive into that enough to understand like i had no idea that sweden was doing what i well, call the fat fat tire monsters you know what I right mean? Like, right like like do you remember um dave's born free bike that he did like the last i think might have been the last born free bike they did a few years back with that like 12 over wide glide mm -hmm. like, you were probably gone for that yeah but you know he had done something with like this like 12 over wide glide mm -hmm. that was like a straight up swedish style bike yeah and it, it pretty much got I don't think that it got a lot of attention mm -hmm. or love here yeah. because that style's just not very popular here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it reminds too much, reminds people too much of the Orange County Chopper or West Coast Chopper era. Okay. And they don't know the roots where that mm -hmm. came from. Mm -hmm. And so they just see it kind of as like a more choppery version of like an Orange County Chopper's gotcha. chopper. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. But the the whole Sweden thing came from like the the San Bernardino Denver's chopper Freddie Hernandez look mm -hmm. of you know they were taking that style bike yeah. and making them in Europe yeah and for whatever reason the things that they latched onto were mm -hmm. like the car tire on the back like yeah. the 15 inch car tire yeah. was was a Swedish thing 
which is where the the 250 series tire grew out of. Yeah, was the Swedes putting car tires on the back? And I say Sweden generically is the whole part of yeah, Europe, yeah, yeah. but the Swedish scene is the Swedish scene. You know, like yeah, they've got their own thing. Dude, that's crazy. But it was based in the even yeah. like one of the big motorcycle clubs out there is they're the Denver's motorcycle club based on like Denver's choppers. Yeah, yeah, and like. No and they've shit, been around dude. since like 72, I think. Um, and that style is just still there. It's and you there, see a lot yeah. of that style like in Germany mm-hmm. with, you know, any bike that's like that kind of low stance, mm-hmm. extended, um, you know, wide glide front end. Yeah. Yeah. With the bigger tires. Like yeah. that's all from that, that era. That's like, crazy, dude. Because I remember seeing like my dad and in Germany, that's where he got his night train, right? And he had a buddy of his, Tim that they would go to these, you know, bike shows or rallies or whatever. And obviously, you know, all the Germans would show up, you know, on their rides and things like that. And there was those style bikes out there. And I remember that was, you know, like, what the, where the fuck did that come from? And yeah, it might've been guys riding from Sweden out to Germany. Cause a lot of those guys went back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of cross pollination in there, but, and you can probably speak to it more than I could, but I know that like in Germany, you know, the TUV laws mm-hmm. are like super strict about mm-hmm. it. It's kind of like our DOT yeah, where parts dude. have to be like TUV approved yeah. to even go on your motorcycle. Yeah. So yeah. when they build choppers there, they kind of have to build them differently because right. they have different parts Right. because somebody spent the money to get like custom Chrome was a big one to get things TUV approved, Yeah. which is like this rigorous testing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to prove that this is strong enough. Whereas yeah. like a lot of American made parts, yeah. We're just like, well, we know it works because we've been building this way since, mm-hmm. you know, Dick Allen built the, the Springer in the 70s. Yeah. And we've just copied his design, mm-hmm. or Sugar Bear, or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Insert name here. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yeah. we're just copying their old designs. Yeah. We know they work. We don't know why they work, you know. Yeah. But we know that you have to have at least, you know, three quarters of an inch on your bottom Springer tree. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's too weak. Right, and right, We right. only know this because... That's how they've been made since, and that's how I've been doing it. <laughs> the the information's out there; we can look at right. it. You know what I mean, and, and kind of make our best judgment. On but it. Yeah. yeah, so the European scene with choppers is completely different, and that's what they think is cool animal. is yeah. is completely different. What's in the last, you know, like, like it, it still kind of trips me out. And and this would be a good one, you know, for a future episode is like in England. Yeah, yeah, I grew up with an interest in British bikes and cafe mm-hmm. razors. Sure. And then the people that are into bikes that are younger than me, yeah, like grew up, you know, through skateboarding or whatever, mm-hmm. and into bikes like the Black Tibetan and, yeah. and Max yeah. Shaft's 4Q knuckle. Yeah. And yeah, so that's influenced them, you know. And there's like this whole scene of like these American style bikes. And looking at, at uh, Shenna's book, Forever Freedom, Freedom Forever, yeah, it's almost like without the license plates, you wouldn't know that you weren't looking at like Americans. Right. Cause right. they're dressed like us. Yeah. Like, yeah. hundred percent, man. Which was a great book, by the way. Like, it's an amazing I, book. Yeah. I love the poems in them and everything right. like that. That she wrote, like they were really, really good. But it trips me out that like, yeah, uh, you know, this, I think of England as a place that has like a very strong like cultural identity of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. British. And I don't that may not even be true anymore. It was definitely true in the eighties. Yeah. You know, guys yeah. like Morrissey who were yeah. so pro British and like, you know, trying to save what they thought was British culture. And yeah. that's why everybody thinks he's a giant fucking <laughs> prick now. <laughs> Cause they didn't realize that he wasn't being ironic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, like I think of like even bands like Oasis, like yeah. they're just very British. They yeah. look, they dress, they wow. 
That's their style. That's that's their thing. Sure, yeah. Right. And so I always thought that they were like that with Mm -hmm. motorcycles. And Mm so seeing that, like, this this kind of American 60s and 70s thing has gotten that far... Mm -hmm. You know, is it's it's been in popular in Japan for a long time. Yeah. But you know, you're seeing it now in places like Malaysia. Yeah, man. The the, the Indo dudes are they're doing some gangster shit right. out there too with yeah. what they well, have. Well, Indonesia. Which is crazy, that's a different but, country. Oh well. You know what I mean. Man. And I, not I'm not you know just overlooking it, but <laughs> well, I'm just you know what I'm saying, yeah, man. Uh, I, I'm here. I'm for not you, taking man. away anything. I'm, I got that's why I got you to keep I'm me the in check, dude. Correct, please, <laughs> like, man. this motherfucker like, know yeah, what he's yeah. talking about? <laughs> It's a different country. Right, same. right. It's but like yeah, the Puerto Rico and Mexico thing we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's a whole thing in itself, too, man. <laughs> but hey, man, all love for my Mexicanos and all love for the for the Puerto Ricanos that are out there, you know, doing their thing, man, and, and trying to get into this thing, too, which there's plenty of them doing this thing, you right. know what I mean? Um, but what I was getting at was the with the Indonesian guys, like, really, they're, they're, they have shit all over the place, which is cool, man. And it, it's not one strict motor, you know what I mean? Like, right. they, they have... What they have is what they're building, and that's what's fucking cool about it, man. Right. You know what I mean? And even in Thailand, been to Thailand a couple of times, those guys out there fucking just doing some wild shit, which is fucking awesome. Um, but even they're starting to get into the import game, and yeah. like you're starting to see like yeah. more shovel heads and pan heads yeah. in Thailand, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And now, as you know, there's a lot more inner things going on, yeah, you know. But it just as a country, like, you know, Thailand's economy is completely different now than it was 30 years yeah. ago. Like, there's a lot more money in Thailand. Yeah, there before, is, man. There's, but... a, there's a bigger middle class. Sure, sure, sure. It's probably the best way yeah. to say it. You yeah. know, before it was like the two extremes. Like, you yeah. had really poor people and really rich really people. Really rich folks, yeah, yeah. And there yeah. wasn't much of a middle class, but yeah. now there's so many, like, tech businesses and stuff yeah. and manufacturing. And so you're getting, like, this, like, middle class population yeah. now and, you know. And, and fucking Thailand's choppers. dope, dude. Hey, man, I'm telling you, dude. And like, hey, but Tiger beer is still cheap, so that's that's a good thing, man. It has formaldehyde like, in it, yeah, and it's still fucking the worst Tiger thing ever. Tiger beer is the shit, man. Worst thing ever, <laughs> Let's ever. go get some Tiger beers, man. Um, but fucking shout out to Thailand, because those fucking dudes are awesome, man. It is awesome, man. Yeah. It's cool that like there's like this international chopper scene. Oh, yeah, man. And, yeah. you know, it's like you are talking about like going to shows and, you know, seeing Americans there or yeah. seeing, you know. Yeah us being a part of it over there and you know and them taking what you know what quote unquote we've done out here and just you know throwing their style throwing their flavor and again their attention to detail with this shit man and just knocking the socks off whatever the fuck they're doing you're just like fuck like (laughs) like i remember being so bummed when like when i was in san diego Mm -hmm. in the 2000s yeah and like Again, this the same group of people that's like eight or ten years older than me mm-hmm. that were, you know, they had families now and they were like, Man, I'm tired of living in a shitty ass apartment in yeah. in normal heights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna sell the the fifty four and yeah, go buy a house in, in like, don't do that. <laughs> in Temecula. Yeah, don't, don't do that, man. <laughs> but so many dudes did, you know. Yeah, and man. it's like yeah, that's yeah. when so many I remember so many cars that were like at at Billetproof and all those like early car shows. Yeah. got sold to people in Sweden and Japan. Yeah. yeah. You know, like all these like shoebox Fords and, yeah. and Mercs. There's yeah. probably more Mercs in Japan than there is in, in customized ones. Yeah. There's probably more custom Mercs in Japan than yeah. there are in the States now. Yeah. That's no bullshit. I, I, I believe that. Bought them all. I believe that. I believe um, that. Because again, I mean, fuck, dude, I remember we were driving around when we were in Japan. We were driving around and we were in the back country of Japan just, you know, yeah. 
the 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 family just kind of cruising and out of the corner of my eye i see this little farm and i see a bunch of american cars in this like yard it was a you know and no fence or anything nobody steals shit out there for the most part you know what i mean like just all these americanized cars out there and what do i see i see a convertible 64 sitting out there impala and I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, this is not real. Like, this isn't just sitting here. You know, I I say rotting. You know what I mean? Right. I'm sure they're doing something with it. Right. But there it is, man. You know what I mean? And then um, these guys will take these cars and, again, completely just with their hands, obviously, do what they do with this thing and restore it and bring it back to life. And it's absolutely fucking, in my mind, perfect. Yeah. You know? Um and they, they did this thing out there, I think it was called uh, Sassa Box or something like that. And they would have uh, all the lowriders come out. Dude, I lived in a little part of Japan called Sasebo, right? In southern southern part of Japan. I had no idea that there were so many fucking lowriders out there. Like, it was insane, dude. Insane. And um, again, it was something that you would... These vehicles looked like something that came out of like the lowrider magazines. You know what I mean? And... That, and it's nothing, in my mind, you know, it, it, it's something kind of like just out of place, but it's not out of place for them because it's something that they like to do. They, just like me, looking at these magazines, you get motivated and, you, and inspired by all this stuff. And like, I want to do that shit. And how do they do it? It was all those GIs back in the day stationed out there and stuff. And they weren't importing their shit, you know, back to the States. Right. So what happens? All that stuff stays out there and you have muscle cars. You have, you know, all the all the cool shit that we're doing out here over there, you know what I mean? And they're doing the same fucking thing. And in my mind, knocking it out of the fucking park, you yeah. know what I mean? Like really knocking it out of the park, man. Like the first time I ever saw a Chevy Impala wagon, never seen one up front before we go to this, um, this, uh, show that was out there. And I can't remember the show. I'll, I'll mention it next time. Um, but it was sitting out there, this beautiful purple, man, like all the chrome on it. Like it looked like it drove off of the showroom floor, but lowered and had Daytonas on it. And I'm like, dude, and this Japanese family jumps out of the car and they're like, what the fuck? Like, and the dude kind of just, you know, he throws his hands up. He's like, hey, man, how you doing? You know what I mean? You're like, I mean, he didn't say that in English, right. but, you know, you can, you felt the, the good the good vibrations, right? right? Like he's just saying what's up and blown away. You know what I mean? Because this thing's just sitting in the parking lot. It's not even the fucking show. He just showed up to the show right. and sitting in the parking lot with this thing. And I'm like, and his family was in it. You know what I mean? I mean it's cool as shit, man. Like, cool as shit. It must be weird, like driving around in these like big American cars on those roads, though. Because like, that, believe it or not, there's not a lot of American cars out there. Like it was yeah. a rarity to see. Uh, like for me, for example, when I was out there. We saw a Mustang out there, like one of the new 5.0s or whatever, right? And that was a rarity. And then we saw Japanese dude driving around a Challenger and stuff. like. And they're expensive to get out there. You know right. what I mean? Um, so it's very rare. Like the biggest vehicles that you saw out in Japan, for the most part, without going to like really big cities, mm -hmm. was, uh, you know, uh, the hell is that called? Not a Land Cruiser. Uh, oh, the Land Rovers? Land Rovers and Range Rovers, yeah. right? And that's, you know, people with money and stuff like that. That's the vehicles that they drive. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then, like, the biggest vehicle that you would kind of see on the road? Semi-trucks, you right. know? So that that was a thing. But it was, like, when I got back to the States and dudes driving around in these, like, F-250s jacked up into the fucking sky with these huge-ass tires, dude. Like, when we got here from fucking Japan, I had to jump in a car and drive 12 hours from fucking Chicago O'Hare down here 
because we had a, we brought our dog with us and they didn't have um the kennel that she was in wouldn't fit on the airplane so what do we do oh, fuck dude we'll drive a car you know what I mean? granted mind you excuse me mind you I haven't driven on the other side of the road, which was the other side of the road, which is normal here, yeah. in four fucking years, dude. <laughs> in three o'clock Chicago fucking traffic, which you know if you're ever from Chicago, there's fucking construction everywhere. Yeah. And the goddamn, uh, the, uh, the, the posted uh, uh, speed limit, it, that's just a suggestion because everybody's doing 100 fucking miles an hour, <laughs> dude. So I'm sitting in this fucking Dodge Caravan, like 10 and 2, dude, fucking white knuckling this thing. And my old lady's looking out the window because every time she see a semi truck, you know, go beside it, she kind of like do this jerk motion like, oh, fuck. And I, I told her, I was like, babe, you're going to have to look out the fucking window right now because I'm losing my fucking body. She's like, all right, all right. And I'm just until I got out of the city. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but in Japan, like, again, you know, fucking uh, sedans, vans. Yeah. There's a lot of vans out there. The high ace, dude, the fucking Toyota high ace. I wish they would bring that van out here. That's one cool ass van. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we could get to that some other yeah. time with the high ace, dude. America needs to bring the high ace out here, man. 100%. That's such a badass van. Um, but yeah, man, all those all those other stuff, like that was when like, car shows would pop up. Yeah. Then that's when you would see like a full size, like at the Yoko show we were at, they had a couple uh, of the uh, Cadillac Escalades that was that were all done up. Yeah. Super cool, man. Like, great paint, like, the, with the, like, really big-ass fucking wheels. You know what I mean? Like, 24. I don't know what the kids are into these days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 30-inch wheels. Who knows? Um, but really cool cars like that. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I remember they had, like, a stock dually sitting at the show. But that was that's a rarity out there. You know what I mean? So it's all like, oh, look at this fucking thing. You know? Um but again, it's it's the again the American presence that goes out yeah. there. They import this stuff, and then they don't want to take it back. So well, and, and you know another thing that's getting exported a lot back mm. to Japan is is Japanese motorcycles that were never sold in Japan. Oh, really? So like when um, I could see that. Yeah, when I was out in California. I was dropping off an FXRT that was getting shipped to Japan, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like. Big ass warehouse full of motorcycles and yeah. the parking lot is in uh, L.A. What a fucking treasure chest, dude. right? No, I mean, it, it was, <laughs> I bet it was. It dude. was like a car show, yeah. just being there and a bike show, yeah. You know, and just all these different bikes, but like, there's like those CBXs mm-hmm. with like the six cylinders, yeah, you know? yeah, like those because those were big displacement bikes. They weren't yeah. meant for the Japanese market; they're meant oh, for the American shit. market, yeah. Because we want big motors, yeah, man. You know, and like V Maxes and things like yeah. that. And so those things are going to ship right. over there. Like, wow. those are popular, too. I yeah. mean, you know, which is... I just think it's cool that, you know, these things have this life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the shovel head that I had that, you know, was built by Engine and Frame. Mm-hmm. I had it for a while. It went out to um, Twin Rivers. Okay. And then I traded it to, to Trevor. Trevor had it yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then Trevor sold it to a guy. Then it went back to California. Yeah. And I think that ultimately it was going to go to Japan. No shit. And I believe it, man. I believe it. And that's so cool. That's bike that like yeah. was built in Virginia. Yeah, man. And it's, it's traveling the fucking now. world now. And here we go. You know what I mean? And, right. And it's going to continue on because somebody, the people out there are going to, I'm not saying it's not appreciated out here because right. I'm sure it is. Like, look at all the hands it's been through. But when it gets out there, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, their, their story of this came from the United States. Right. This is the history of this fucking thing. And it's more or less like not going to be molested you know what i mean well right but you know i think that 
like a bike like a shovel head is at yeah. a point now where even here, yeah, like a chop shovel head is worth something. Sure. Like it's sure. not a two thousand dollar bike anymore. Yeah, man. No, no, right? fuck no, by no means. And so you know, when when we put a monetary value on things, we appreciate mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Whereas like uh Suzuki S V six fifty. Like that's a bike that's gonna pass hands and pass hands and yeah. ultimately end up in a scrapyard. Sure. Sure. Is scrap metal. Yeah. You right. know, like People don't save those bikes unless the economy keeps going the way it's fucking going, man. And everybody's just like, you know what? Let's jump on a bike. Even or a if they do, ruckus. just saying, let's jump on a fucking ruckus. Even know? if they do, because of <laughs> bikes having like we're talking about, like nobody wants to chop twin cams. Yeah, but there's a reason. Like yeah. chopping a fuel injected bike with an ugly square frame and a rubber mounted motor. Yeah, is really difficult. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, it's going to be a big pain in the ass. Like people do it. You know, sure and they, they convert do. them back to carburetor so that you can get rid of some of the wiring and yeah. figure out a way to run all that wiring. Yeah. And eventually, when we get priced out of a certain market, like yeah. that becomes more of a yeah. viable option. Right. We're not right. there yet. We right. still have a whole generation of, of Evos to get through. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? Yeah. But we're talking about whether e choppers would ever be a thing. Right, dude. And, and, and I, and obviously, I, I see your point with it, right? Because we're not there yet. Like, no. And like you said, maybe. 40 maybe 50 years somebody's gonna and it's i you're probably right where it's not gonna be a big thing somebody's gonna do it you know what i mean well it's, just like like chop vespas and lambrettas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was the thing yeah you know like yeah. like lambretta choppers with springer front ends yeah. and you know the scooter boys yeah. in europe yeah that was the thing yeah it's not really i mean it might still be a very small niche it's a thing small now, niche thing and i know? think you're right i think that e the e-bike thing the e-chopper thing Will probably be just like there's always gonna be people that want to modify shit. Yeah, yeah. But to me, like choppers are ridiculous anyway. Yeah. So to take an e-bike and make it handle like shit, (laughs) (laughs) I can understand it with a chopper because you're building a chopper, right? Right. right, Like if I have a a Harley V-twin engine that still looks relatively similar to what I think of as a Harley, yeah, then it can be a chopper. Yeah. Right. But like a Ducati Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's somebody that's chopped those. Sure. And, you know, did that ever take off? No. 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 Like, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I, I It's I, so I, much yeah. work to make them work. Right, right, right. And like, then at why the end would you of the day, go the ass pain of fucking dealing with Right, them. just right. owning a Ducati is hard enough. Fuck yeah, it is, And then dude. a Ducati chopper on top of that. Like, why would you want to do that? No, no. I get you, and, and then you get a bike that handles like shit that isn't even really, right. like, air quotes, a chopper. Right. And then you tell somebody it's a Ducati and they're going to be like, why the fuck? fuck did you do right. that it's you like chopping a norton I mean? feather bed like yeah, you just yeah. don't do it like you don't do that shit. you know right. what i mean right right like, like no i, I and, and i think that that's that's what a lot of like you know so so for the american-based chopper scene you know and guys have been chopping cb 750s and, sure, and things man, yeah. and xs 650s yeah, and yeah triumphs like there's more than just harleys out there shit i think i drove the what was it gus's fucking 650 to born free seven and that thing was cool as shit, man. You know what I mean? Like, I remember right. that. Yeah. So. But the thing that, that we're always going to be trying to emulate that Harley yeah. chopper, you know? Like, okay. those other things yeah. maybe like, there are some people that are just into British choppers, and that's it. Right, right, right. But right, those right. people are kind of rare. Like, most people that get a Triumph, it's fun for a year or two, yeah. and then they want a bigger bike. Right. You know, and, and then they make that progression. You know, usually you start out with maybe an Evo or a shovel head. Right. And then as you get older and you have more money. More money, right, right, right. And that's a big thing. And you learn more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you've been able to keep that shovel head or that iron head on the road for three or four years, you're ready to graduate to that next thing. Sure, sure. You know, and and for most people that that 
the big prize is like yeah. when they've graduated to that like knucklehead level dude and know? i mean i can appreciate that man but just again going back to the money with that knucklehead thing like fuck especially but, with you know what i mean like it, it to me we think that like, right but, right but but here's the thing about like a knucklehead chopper a fifty thousand dollar knucklehead chopper right mm-hmm. that seems like in, an outrageous amount of money right sure. and it's so out, out of like our budget yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. But just about every bagger you see out there is approaching now? that mark. Yeah. You know, yeah. like besides stock, even like a stock CVO bone stock out of the thing, yeah. it's a $42,000 motorcycle. Which and then you're, you're financing crazy. it, so you're going to be paying interest on it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Which so, turns out to like a $67,000 right. bike. Yeah. When yeah, like, right. you know, had you started saving when you were 25. Right. And you put, you know... However, five thousand dollars a year away, yeah. and you put those into CDs that compound it. Right, right. By the time you're thirty-five, you have knucklehead you have budget. That, yeah, you can have that. Knucklehead. It took you ten years. Right. But know? I mean, think about it though, man. Honestly, like with what we do, right? We're so focused on what we're doing right now, right? right. So it takes kind of like you know that quote-unquote special dude or special gal that's sitting there, like, hey, this is the goal. This is a forever fucking right. thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of us, we're, we're not thinking about that. We're thinking no. about, hey, man, what's the next show that's coming up? And what the fuck? How the fuck am I going to get yeah, there? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not caging the Born Free again. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have a chopper. I don't care if it's a, if it's an 883. Yeah, there it is, dude. My little 92. With a TC Bros, well and and uh, and a lowbrow customs peanut tank. That's it, man. Like I'm chopping. We're chopping and we're, we're chopping. going, dude. Like, that's it. But that's what it should be, right? Right. Like, that's what, you know, like. And, I agree. And it could be yeah. that or, or you know, a Yamaha XS 650. Like Whatever the fuck you can get your hands on for the cheap and just right. have that knowledge or somebody I, there. I, I guarantee you, by the time you get to the point where you can afford a knucklehead yeah. and keep a knucklehead running, yeah. you've probably got enough experience under your belt that, sure, you're riding a knucklehead because yeah. you have that. Yeah. If something came up in your life where you had to get rid of that knucklehead, yeah. you would probably have enough love for riding motorcycles that you would just get something else. Absolutely, dude. And, and a Absolutely. lot of people do have to make that hard the, choice. I'm sure there is, man. I'm because sure they've got that $40,000 chopper sitting in the garage. Yeah. And they've got those... And life happens. Right. Those and medical expenses happens, sure. or whatever. Yeah, man. And they have to sell that mm-hmm. shit, you know? And it happens. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. I'm sure it does, man. I mean, shit. Like, you know, like, who knows? It doesn't matter. You know, whatever whatever is happening at that time, I'm sure that hard decision right. has came up where it's like, dude, I got... I have to get rid of this thing to be able to, to adult. You what know what you I'm know always what thinking about, those like, that end goal of, right. like... Like whatever it is, right? Like yeah. I used to think that riding from coast to coast was like my thing. Like I'm gonna yeah. do that before I die. Yeah. And yeah. then I did it in the car, and I was like, "Fuck this! I don't care if I ever do it on a bike." <laughs> hey man, shout out the bad dude that did it on a fucking 1200 Sportster, dude. There you go. Twice, did it fucking twice. <laughs> that and if nobody knows bad, right? Not yet. But that motherfucker is like six two, six three, fucking on this thing, man. And he jammed it, man, and made it fucking happen. From the East Coast to the West Coast. What did you do that in, like, three days? Uh, no, I did it in five days the first time, and then the second time I was like, I'm going to take it easy, and I did it in six, and it sucked both times. Both times it sucked. So, but but my whole yeah. line of thought, you yeah. know, when I was still in the Navy and I was getting ready to retire, was yeah. like, I, I'm going to have, like, three months of paid vacation. Right, right. You know, I'll, you know, figure out what I'm going to do with everything, mm-hmm. and... and I would just, you know, ride this chopper that I yeah. built, yeah. you know, which at the time was a flat side shovel, pan shovel. And yeah. I was going to ride this pan shovel from, from coast to coast. And yeah. it was going to be like my big homecoming of like, you know, riding into Oakland on this like 
pan shovel that I built myself. Yeah, yeah. When like anybody that knew me back then knew that like I would never fucking ever get to that point in my life right because <laughs> I, I could never hold on to a project i never yeah. finished products yeah. you know like and this is like a chopper that i could write so i'm yeah. like, okay, do it it didn't work out yeah. I, I didn't do it yeah you know but i did you know put my chopper that i built on right. a trailer and right. rode it around in oakland so right. i, I kind of did it right but my, at the time it seemed really important to do it on you know a flat side chopper like a proper chopper mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like now, if I wanted to ride cross country, I really think that like I would do it on a different bike. Like, and yeah. I wouldn't even care, you know, because like it wasn't for myself that I wanted to do it on a chopper. Right, I right, wanted right. so I could tell everybody that I did it on yeah. on this chopper. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like my own sense of accomplishment. Now right. I know from driving in a car that just fucking riding any motorcycle <laughs> yeah. through fucking the middle of this country, yeah. like you know, the span of Texas, basically, yeah. Yeah. like and it doesn't matter if you're in Texas or Canada. Yeah, that span that you have to get through somehow is fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no good way around it. Like, no, I mean, no, I agree with you, man. Because we did know, the we did it. We went from San Diego to uh, Dayton, Ohio. Right. And we were in this, you know, at the time, it was, what, 2013? We drove it in a 2012 yeah. Corolla. You know what right. I mean? And that was... And I'm not saying, like, like if you're from there, I'm not saying this is a bad place to live or anything. No, like not at all. But, but I'm just saying that, like... it's a pain in the but ass, But you know, man, right, yeah. the weather is completely unpredictable. <laughs> 100%. Like, you know, you could hit hail, wind, <laughs> yeah, snow, rain. Yeah, tell me rain, the story about that shit. Yeah, man. All in the same, in the like, same fucking stretch, hours, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, just yeah. going through one state. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's crazy, you know? Yeah. But the rolling back into that authentic experience, like is the authentic experience for me, would it have been like doing this on this chopper that I built versus like doing it on a bagger Mm -hmm. or, you know, any sort of a motorcycle. Cause it is a different experience on motorcycle. Like it is in a car, Uh, you know, it's like as, different as flying is to driving sure man. you know like fucking you know flying to a fucking ship you know right. what i mean like yeah of course but, it's a different experience you know like i think just doing that cross country now for me is like doing that cross country on a motorcycle still something that i'd like to do 100%. for myself though because yeah. like now i know how hard it is before right. i didn't even know i just had right. this like romantic notion of like atlantic right. ocean right five days later pacific ocean right you know? right 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 no i i, I hear you man chesapeake I, and, bay bridge golden mm-hmm. gate bridge you know like mm-hmm. it was that kind of a thing right and and now it's like dude no this is a fucking endurance test and, <laughs> and the people that do it on the cannonball run on those Fuck, like 100 yeah, year old dude. motorcycles yeah like holy fuck the set of stones on those motherfuckers dude well Oof. and you know but they they know their machine, though, man. Well, right? that, like, they got trucks and they got all this. Sure, other they shit. do. They sure they do. But then you also have, I, and I, you know, I would think there are some of those guys out there that you bring what you have, right? And all their tools and all that shits on their bike, man, and they, they try. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't I, know. And I, like we were talking about earlier, you know, maybe onesie twosies. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. That's even possible to do it like that. You really? know what I mean? Like, okay. and they have like such a like the support network built in of sure. people that are going to help you along the way, and it's so like established yeah. and i'm not taking anything away from no, it no, but no, i'm no, saying it's not, its yeah. own thing versus like you know doing it like now without a cell phone right like dude it was a pain in the ass just trying to get here from fucking virginia beach <laughs> uh, yesterday man like you know what i mean like because yeah. i'm so used to you just plug something into the fucking gps and you right. go you know what i mean i i studied the fucking map from my house to the shop for a good 20, 30 minutes, because I'm still kind of learning the area yeah. and shit. And I still got lost like four fucking times before yeah. I got here. 
But for me, that that's that fun shit, right? Because right. you're you're learning. You know, right. you're all like, okay, what do you do? You know what I mean? Um, I don't think the days of fucking slapping on a fucking map quest, fucking you know, direction on your tank is dead and gone. Like, I think no. there's still plenty of dudes doing that. There are. Um, I mean, and, you know, grease pencil on mm-hmm. there. On yeah, mas- exactly. Or masking well, tape and Sharpie. Like, that, there's right, people that still do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, you know, because it's a different experience. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and and just like riding a rigid is a different experience than riding a bagger. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. But that's not to say at the end of the day that, like, one is... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, that's I where I'm saying, saying yeah. that one's more authentic than the other. Right. Just like, no, oh, man. I did it on on a rigid knucklehead. Yeah. You know? like, 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 hats off if you did. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when they you, used man. to do the stampede and shit, there mm. were people that did it, you know, yeah. and I think they were doing it in like three days Fuck. and just, you know, yeah, and, and getting it. But yeah. I, and I, I just think that, yeah, like. I think it, it depends, like you were saying, man, like it just depends on what's going on, where you're at at that point in time in life, right? Right. What's going on through your head and what you want to accomplish. Like yeah. you said it the best, man, in the fact that you're doing this for you. You're not doing it for anybody fucking else. Like your goal yeah. is coast to coast. Now, how yeah. I get there, obviously it depends on you know, one, what I have at the time. Two, am I willing to, to <coughs> endure the fucking, you know, the the pummeling that I'm gonna get? You right. know what I mean? And are we gonna do this thing? Like, does everything match up? Because sometimes you can set a fucking plan and you get punched in the mouth. The plan goes out the fucking window. Right. You don't know what's going to go, what's going to well, happen. Like El Diablo run. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when El Diablo run, the first El Diablo run, it was kind of just this crazy idea. Yeah. Yeah. And people did it. Yeah. You know, and, and now people have been doing it. Yeah. And to the point that like, even the locals like are like, Oh, it's that time of year again. Yeah. El Diablo you know? for sure. Man. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they know, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's, it's like such a different thing now. Yeah. Than what it was. For than sure. what it was. I remember reading the, about that run in a magazine. You right. know what I mean? And like, what the fuck is this thing? You know what I mean? And like you couldn't find anything on the internet about this. Right. Like it was either word of mouth a little shout out on a fucking magazine, you know what I mean? Like one, one, um, one, one, well, one sheet spread or whatever. So if you go back on the Jockey Journal, you can mm-hmm. read all about it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but, it's still it's still on there. Yeah. Like yeah, all yeah. those guys. But like what we were talking about earlier, if yeah. you knew, you yeah. knew. If you didn't, like you didn't right. know where the fuck to find that. Like, yeah. That's like that whole idea. I think that whole El Diablo run was like formulated and like planned yeah. on, on the Jockey Journal. Like it started out like that. That's bad. Like just like the small yeah. group of people that like kind of knew each other. Yeah. Some knew them in person. Mm-hmm. Some just knew them from a forum. Mm-hmm. Getting mm-hmm. this idea together that like we should just ride down to Mexico. Yeah. And how yeah. badass is that, man? But that, I mean, I think that's how all the cool shit starts, right? Like it, it is a bunch of friends sitting there, and we're just all like, dude, like let's go from fucking here to here, and whoever wants to ride along, that's cool. You know what I mean? If not, that's cool too. Like who and, gives and a there's shit? Tons of that that still go on. Mm-hmm. You just don't know about it, R- right? You know? Right, right. Because it's outside. Of, like they do. Like the they've been doing the one out in the Blue Ridge mm-hmm. now for a few years. Yeah, and it's kind of a small, low key thing. Yeah, and like the dudes that do it are super rad, and. Yeah. You know, I see them at shows all the time, and I yeah. always want to go out there, but it's just a yeah. time of the year in June that I'm always super busy. Busy. So yeah. I've never yeah. been able to make it. And mostly because I, to be 100%, is that, like, I half the time don't have a running bike that time of year because <laughs> I've sold it. Yeah. <laughs> I had one, and then I sold it. And I got another one that's going to be ready any, any like, day now, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, yeah. And then next thing, I, for whatever reason, I only seem to have motorcycles in the winter. <laughs> It's all the downtime. Well, not downtime from the quote unquote riding season, right? Yeah. Because we, we have our shit. We're like putting it together. We are we stockpile these parts throughout the yeah. summer that we, you know we're picking up and wheeling and dealing. 
hey, let's put this shit together. And then that right price comes along because I know how you are. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, everything's for sale, dude. Right. Boom. That right price comes along. How can you say no to that? For you know? me, though, it's, it's always I'm finishing a bike in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've got it all winter. Yeah. And then I sell it in the spring. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then I've got to build another bike for the yeah. summer. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm yeah. riding around, you know, and I end up like... You know, normally I have like a stock newer bike, but I no. quit buying those, yeah. so I don't yeah. even have that now. Yeah. Like, I've got four bikes that don't run. Like, I'm a bonafide chopper dude now. That's I've got it, four bikes that don't run. <laughs> we'll get to work, man. That's it, dude. Yeah. At least one of them. One of them well, will get one of them. going. And, and the one that's closest to running is the one I don't work on. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other fucked up part right like no shit like yeah, i've got yeah. a 99 y glide that yeah, like yeah. would probably run if i put a battery in it and fixed a broken bolt that like on the motor mount yeah. and changed the belt and put fresh tires and i have all of those parts oh i know you do like i know you i've already do. paid for the parts yeah. and i've got them yeah. and and uh and that's probably going to be the last bike that I get running yeah. this year. Priorities, man. Priorities. <laughs> and it's the most comfortable, practical bike that I own, sure. you know? Sure. So it's the lowest priority. But it's the one that you're just like, you know what, man? I'll get to it. What yeah, I'll get to no, it. I got other cool shit to right. fuck with. It's, it's, it's the Honda Civic. Like, you know? Like, yeah. And what's crazy is that, like, I remember when, when the Twin Cam came. I was like a booter, Great Lakes, looking yeah. at, like, Easy Rider magazines yeah. with my roommate yeah. who was also into motorcycles mm -hmm. and the new twin cam had come out. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it was like, oh, it's 88 inches. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like 20 year old me would have been so fucking stoked to have that bike yeah. that I would like not do anything else yeah. but work on that yeah. bike if, yeah. if 20 year old me had that bike right now. Yeah. That was like a. That was the one. That man. was, yeah. yeah, like that yeah. bike was like a $15,000 motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. You know, now yeah. it's a bike that I picked up for a couple grand off of Trevor. Right. And right. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, you know. That it's, is cool. <laughs> it's a twin fun. cam. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like. Yeah. No, I, I man, if if my old man got rid of his night train, dude, 100%, because it's an 88, you know what I mean? Right, I'll but, like, you know, the, the 99 night train is, like, one of those, like, desirable bikes that yeah, never, no. like, yeah. no matter how, like, uncool soft tails ever got. Right. Right. There was always somebody out there that was like, "Oh, fucking night trains." Night trains. Like right, the yeah. Bad Boy Springer was another yeah. bike like yeah. that. Like yeah. the and the night train because they're mm -hmm. so fucking cool with yeah. the black motor. And I thought got that so, wide glide sure. with yeah, the black man. lowers. Yep. Like yep. it's a just out yeah. of the factory was a really cool looking. I bike. thought so for sure, man, because it, it had like kind of that remnants of like a pro street, but not really. And you were just like, what "Oh, the they're fuck just tough they looking." Dude. They like, they were they that's they still exactly, are. Yeah, like, they, they are. They yeah, like that's a bike that like has never gone out of style i guess I, in my opinion for sure dude that bike has not yeah. gone out of style and maybe you know maybe i'm biased because i grew nah, up with it you know what i mean i don't, I don't think so though because if you look at it like it's like the heritage classic mm -hmm. right like the heritage classic looks like a knucklehead a panhead right. a shovelhead right like every era of harleys has had that like nostalgia type yeah. Yeah. and they're like even by 50 standards like a panhead was a nostalgic motorcycle sure. It looked like something from the forties, and mm -hmm. like where other companies were trying to be modern and futuristic. Yeah, Harley never really fucking. Yeah, yeah, you know, not with that. that they've always yeah. had that in their lineup. Yeah, yeah, and that's why they've been successful. Is yeah. they've always kept the Big Mac. You know sure. what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Like, I, I agree with that. That's yeah, that I mean. one staple. That, you know, that they try other things like Pan Americas yeah. and, and Lowriders yeah. and all these other trends that come and go. Yeah, but yeah. you've always been able to get a full dress fucking Harley. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think that the 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 night train yeah is kind of that like same kind of a thing like it's just like i agree man that, aggressive that bike, bare bones 
It's just one of those bikes no that frills. just was super cool, man. Like, you yeah. look at it, you know, like, you just kind of give it that nod. You know, you right. don't say anything. You're just like, okay, fuck yeah, dude. You, you yeah. know, you And it's even the in the Shovelhead era, like, it's tough to, like, really, like, maybe, like, the Sturgis edition is kind of yeah. like the same kind of a bike. Yeah. Where, like, there's always been people that appreciated the Sturgis. Sure. Sure. You know, and I think the Night Train is kind of one of those bikes yeah. that like there's always going to be. There's going to be that group. Of, right. Yeah. Versus yeah. like things like the the Breakout, <laughs> yeah. which had like that weird flip out seat. Yeah, dude. Like, like it was cool for a little while. Like, but it was a trend bike. You it know? really was. Yeah. And I think that when whenever you take just something and you just it didn't really strip break it out. down. <laughs> yeah. <and> then, <laughs> but they but there was people that loved them. Yeah, you know? right. And, and you so this is kind of another funny story, but when, when I got that, that rust, whatever big tire chopper that I pulled the motor out of yeah. there, yeah, I was joking around about like, I'm going to take this to Daytona and I'm going to ride around like it's still cool <laughs> and it's going to be funny. It's yeah. ironic. Yeah. And people are like, dude, they're just going to think you're there for bike week. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a shitload of people that still think that's it's cool, still ride that shit, but yeah. they're so far out of my realm that I'm like, oh, nobody thinks these nobody things are cool thinks anymore. Like, cool. Right, right, like right. this is like, this is scrap metal to me. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. who, what in the fuck am I going to do with a 280 rear tire? <laughs> Like Fuck, not die. Like I mean, you can't. Yeah. No, but that bike rode great. Like, well, I mean, in a straight line. I'm no, sure. it even handled good. Really? Like, yeah, the okay. bike handled great. Okay. It, way more maneuverable than you would think for really? a bike that long. Okay. Um, you did have to. It's kind of like driving a truck where like you got to take the turn late. And then yeah, turn yeah, sharp, yeah. Yeah. Just like a truck, right? Yeah. Like, but you could make those turns. Huh. And it wasn't a bad bike to ride, you know. Okay. Like, but until you ride one, you just you don't know. You know. You don't know. But yeah. the thing is that there's still people out there that think that's fucking cool. And I mean, fucking. And there's probably more people out there that think that's cool than think what I like <laughs> is cool. What we like is fucking cool, yeah. Right, but yeah. I wouldn't know that because I only you, you know, stay, hang out we, with people we stay that in like our bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I like, yeah. so yeah. like you know, if you don't like muscle bikes, fuck you. you fuck know? you. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't chew big red, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Jackpot 1000, <laughs> whatever the fuck it was. Get out of your local Walmart. <laughs> oh my God. I post as Mike Honcho in Playgirl magazine. Oh man, I just, I like to think of Jesus with these giant spreading wings, man. Listening to, <laughs> to Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. And I'm in the front row, hammer drunk. <laughs> fuck, this way way weird. All right. Well, I think we're at that point then where yeah, we need man. to... We're starting to lose people. Right? <laughs> we're going to wrap it up. But um, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll be doing this as a regular thing. Um, and if you guys want to reach out, uh, hit us up at In The Weeds on Instagram. So I still have an Instagram account there. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you got questions or something you want us to talk about, history you want us to dig into, Fuck yeah. or jokes you want us to tell... <laughs> <laughs> we'll butcher them. Um, yeah. And for gripes and complaints, uh, go ahead and hit up Hector's Instagram account. <laughs> if you can find it. Yeah, please do. Uh, if he's offended you, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a uh, uh, handle Dick Ruckus. Dick Ruckus. 1969. 1969. There you go. Um, yeah. But anyway, if you've listened for all of these two hours, we appreciate it. And we will talk to you again soon. All right. Bye.